And welcome back to the 808s and Hot Takes Podcast. This is your host, Turtle with a Pen, here with my co-host, Chef Boy RG, Yosh G, G-Boy Chippy, Demon Chipmunk, Scary Lady Chickens, G, and the G stands for Gambino. Why? Oh my gosh, that was ugly. I'm, I got more. You don't want to hear. You don't want to hear the rest. You don't want to. You don't want to hear the rest at all. Well, we're back. We're ready to talk some shit about music this week. We got a ton of new music this week. A lot, especially compared to last week when it was yeah. just a lot of reruns. Yeah, it was like a good couple artists, honestly. Yeah, we had what two big singles from uh, from Sir and uh, from Nicki and Meg. We had Boss with the EP. We had Rick Ross. We had Ugly God, we had Blueface, which was absolutely disgusting. So we're going to talk about all that in a minute. But first, we've got a little bit of news, not very much. Apparently this week, two of our least favorite people, Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden, got into it. Yeah. And I, it's kind of like watching like two of your enemies fight each other. I don't, I don't really care who wins or loses. You know, I can compare it to... Um... And Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, it's just it like pretty much like that. I'm yeah, I was like, like, I don't. Who cares about this? This really doesn't matter to anybody. This is just happening, just to happen. Yeah, and it's like you know yeah. what? I kind of hope they both lose. Yeah, because I mean, who who wins the situation from Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden? Yeah, like I I, mean, I hate Joe Budden for a plethora of reasons. I think he's irritating. I don't think he, I think I don't think he's smart. Quite frankly, <laughs> like I decided I don't like want to ever hear him talk after he interviewed um, Vince Staples, who's one of the smartest people in hip hop, in my opinion. I saw the interview. Yeah, like, I loved it because Vince Staples says a lot of insightful things. Yeah. Like, he had that bar about um, when Jay-Z said the streets is done because they killed uh, XXS Tentacion, but not Zimmerman. Yeah. And what did Vince Staples was like, he was like, as long as niggas is broke and niggas got dead homies, the streets is never done. He was like, I fuck with Jay-Z, though. I want to honor our nation hat. I was like, he was, he's smart because he ain't trying to, like, like disrespect the OG. No, but he's just he's stating facts. Yeah, because he's, like, an actual street nigga. Because Jay-Z ain't been in the streets for at least 15, 20 so years. He's an old head now. Yeah, Vince Staples been in the streets. Like, he still has niggas in the streets. Anyway, that's a tangent. Shout out to Vince Staples. Um, but, yeah, so Joe Budden interviewed him. I thought he sounded dumb. And he was on Arian Foster's podcast, like, the former NFL player. Because he's actually really insightful, too. Like, he's a really mm-hmm. smart dude. He got in trouble a lot for being too outspoken when he played. That's why he retired. Because he was like, nigga, I might get CTE. Fuck this. I'm rich already. Yeah, I'm good. But Arian Foster's really smart. And Joe Budden was on his podcast. And Joe Budden literally said he doesn't, like, what did he say? He basically said he don't believe in science, like, essentially. Because Arian Foster's, like, a big, like, physics and, like, biology chemistry guy now. Like, he really, like, likes science and the yeah. birth of the world and all that stuff. And Joe Budden was basically like, I'm an artist, so I don't know all your fancy book learning. And Arian Foster's like, I also make music, but I understand science. I don't... <laughs> it, was, it was embarrassing. So, fuck Joe Budden. Also, he beat up his he beat up his pregnant girlfriend a couple of years ago and caused yeah. a miscarriage. Yeah, he's a really... He's not the best person. And I don't understand why he's still in the industry. I cannot believe that Joe Budden still has a platform. But apparently he and was talking. People talk- listen to him too, which is ridiculous. Bro, he's popular. Like his it's podcast crazy. is hella popular, which is crazy. But anyway, that's not. It's not hate, and I just don't like Joe Budden. I, I didn't like Joe Budden before we had a podcast. I've been an avid search turtle with a pen. Joe Budden is only insults for the last like five years. <laughs> it's only insults. Um, but yeah, so apparently he was talking shit about Nicki Minaj, which I mean, he's that was happening like when she was having all the Cardi beef and shit. He was saying that, like, Nicki didn't even know Cardi was going to be on a song she was on until after, so she got she jumped off of it. He said Nicki was on drugs. And then he straight up looked at her and was like, I didn't say that. And she was not. She was like, nah, nigga, we ready. We got clips. This girl was literally yelling at that nigga. Bro, she was screaming she at this was man. yelling. I was like, bro, golly. She said, she was like, did you, because he was like, my mother raised me, like, to tell the truth or some shit. And he, she was like, did your mother raise you to attack women? I was like, hey, talk that shit, Nicki, because fuck Joe Budden, but also why are you yelling, like... 
we're doing a live. Yelling. I was like, golly, girl. Yeah, so apparently she went on his podcast afterwards, after berating him, and they yelled at each other some more. Joe Biden, like, he's like one of them annoying type niggas where he feels like if he's not yelling, he's making more sense than you. Like, yeah. if he's not showing any emotion yeah, he was. Yeah, he was always trying to be, like, sophisticated. And, and like, super like, calm and... I'm like, bro, stop. You, you're you looking an idiot right now. Because you're, you're, you're still lying. Yeah, like, I don't understand. Like, like she literally has the, she literally has all the proof, all the evidence. Had clips ready. Like, so he was like, I didn't say that. She said, press play. And like, it's literally a clip of him saying exactly what she just said he said. Yeah, it doesn't, like, Joe Budden doesn't really, I don't really care for the guy at all. I mean, I actually heard one of his songs just to hear one of his songs. It wasn't pumping up, was it? It was trash. I was like... No, I, I don't remember. I really don't remember. Uh, like, you, it was. You it never was, seen You Got Served? That's his song? That fi- the final dance battle. Pump, pump, pump it up. Wow. Just plays. That's, yeah, of course that's I Joe Budden. I know that was Joe Budden. That's yeah, crazy. That's his, like, only commercial hit. That's why. He has, like, a whole series of mixtapes that were apparently really good, like, in the early 2010s. And he, like, him and Slaughterhouse, apparently they're good rappers, but I'm like, they don't make music I want to listen to, so I don't care if they're good lyrically. Yeah. It was like he had this whole series called like mood music and shit. I was like, I don't care about this at all. Mood music. Niggas who are like over thirty and talk about real hip hop really think Joe Budden's great though. I mean, we saw oh, that. I list. guess that's why he's so popular. Cause yeah, all the old heads still. Listen yeah, because old niggas. Because he's like an old bitter nigga. Remember when he was yelling at Yachty? Like, I remember that. Yeah, he was like, he was so his his face. Was, this man was about to pop a blood vessel. He was so mad at Yachty because Yachty was like chill. Like, oh. yeah, this man was so mad. Yeah, you know, he's like, nah, bro. I'm just here to turn up and have a good time. Yeah, and he's like, like, he's like, but well, you don't respect the OGs. And Yachty's like, I mean, nigga, I'm just here to get this money, bro. Yeah, like, I, don't nobody... know, like, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're on, bro. Obviously, you're old head, so you want me to respect you, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah, like he's like, I don't care about this. Yeah, but I mean, so in, if I had to rank who I hate more, it's, I hate Joe Budden way more because he's like, he's he's an idiot, but he's also abusive, and yeah, I don't like his music. Yeah, that's fair. At least Nikki has some joints I like. She'll, yeah. she'll always have that Monster verse and Pink Friday. And, oh yeah, for sure, definitely one of our top top verses is Mon- on Monster. Yeah, and she had she made Pink Friday. She had she had them. She had Starships. Dang, well, I forgot one of the songs that I actually used to like from her. And she she had some solid Drake and Little Wayne features. She she's had songs that I care about. I, not recently. I didn't like Queen or anything, but yeah. but you know. So I I hate her less. I don't hate Nicki Minaj. She's just annoying. I actually dislike Joe Budden. Like I I like everyone. Super bass. Super Race is a classic. Yeah, exactly. Super Race. Super Race will get all, all the girls you know who are over 25 to start rapping in the car immediately. That was a good song. I'll give, um, that. I'll give her that one. They did Super Race on Glee. That's how popping that song was. That's how mainstream that song got. Is yeah. they did it on fucking Glee. Feeling Myself. Yeah, she... Oh, yeah, that, that was a great song, Beyonce. Yeah. She, and also, she's Beyonce. had girls shaking their asses for years, which yeah, is always obviously. appreciated. Yeah. If course. Anaconda comes on right now, your girl's gonna throw her ass. It, it doesn't matter if you're in church, like... Yeah, it's gonna happen regardless. So, you know, nice. Joe Biden's never done that for me. I've never, I've no. never gotten twerked on to pump it up. So, no. he has, he has done in my respect. I mean, that was that was that was when you were young, anyway. So yeah, I was like ten. Hey, so. hey, you know, niggas, I wasn't out there, but niggas That's, was out there. Nah. Not I'm me. Ten years old. Not me. I was I wasn't cool at that age. I was not really cool <laughs> now. But nah. But anyway, this really turned turned out slandering Joe Budden. But yeah, apparently they got beef. He was because he just be lying. Like he's talking all that shit about her on yeah. his podcast and then took it all back as soon as she was like checking him on it. So and then they try to be good on Twitter and then yeah, Joe Joe Budden's like a real. He's a Twitter nigga. So it's like like remember that when that list came out last week? I know y'all saw them lists on Instagram and shit where the mm-hmm. niggas had Joe Budden as the third best as rapper the of all third time. Third best rapper of all times. My gosh. They want to throw up when I hear that shit. That's... My gosh. And I, I'm not even saying he can't rap, but top three. They had Lupe twenty and Kendrick like eight. And Tupac was like ten. They really I don't even like Tupac like that. Who's number one? Uh Jay-Z? Jay-Z. 
I feel like Jay Z is like he's not number one. He to you. I mean, he's he's he's. I feel like if you had to like poll ever poll the whole like world of rap fans, he'd probably get the most votes for number one, even though he wouldn't get all of those for number one. Does that make sense? That's fair. So yeah, I feel like he's like everyone's like kind of consensus. Like if we had to like if it was like the majority rules type shit, he might get like fifty two percent of the vote, like yeah. something like that. I mean, again, it's not gonna be everybody because if you're not from New York, then there's a lot of people who don't care about Jay Z at all. Like, growing up, no one around me cared about Jay-Z because I grew up in Florida. Yeah. But my dad is from Brooklyn, so he, so he cared. cared about Jay-Z. Yeah, he Very was playing much. Reasonable Doubt in the car and Blueprint mm-hmm. Volume 1. I knew the, the Hard Knock Life song uh, when it came out. That was a part. It took a little minute for it to hit the radio for everyone else to get on it. Part so. Anyway, these are tangents. But, uh, yeah, that Joe Budden's not a top three rapper. Joe Budden's not a top three podcaster. Joe Budden's not a top three. Anything. Literally anything besides being an asshole. Anything. He's a top three like, Twitter nigga, I guess. It's like him, Ocho Cinco, and... Really? Ocho Cinco? Ocho Cinco was a big Twitter nigga for a while. He's kind of like slowed down in the last few years, but like back when like when like this is like I wasn't on like two thousand nine early black Twitter, but around the time that I got on Twitter, he was on Twitter pretty decent. Interesting. So I don't know I'm sure he was even more active. Kanye West up there? Uh Kanye West is not really a Twitter nigga. He just like he's like in because I feel like alright, so to me like if you're to be a Twitter nigga, you gotta be on Twitter like every day. Like, I'm a Twitter nigga. I'm not proud to be a Twitter nigga. It's just, it's just what I've become. Shame, shame, shame. It's what I've become over the years. I don't think I've actually opened Twitter in, like, a week. Yeah, you only open it to go on the podcast page and yeah. tweet, like, one thought, and then you're back out. And then I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gone I, for, like... That, I mean, that's, why you're, that's why your Twitter is G. So. Exactly. Nah, I'm on there literally every day. It's my go-to app. So, that's being, like, Joe Budden and, like, Ocho Cinco were, like, daily tweeters. Kanye is, like, actual celebrity tweeter where he just comes on and says some wild shit and he's locked out. Yeah, he's gone. Or he'll give you 20, 20 tweets about Wiz Khalifa and then disappear. Yeah. And KK. Yeah. Oh, that that was hilarious. Yeah, that was like, bro. You know, yeah. you lost that one. It's like, nope, Khalifa Kush is a thing. No, I was like, you lost that one, buddy. Yeah, shout out to Kanye, though. And I heard I heard there's a Yandi. This is we're on so many tangents because nobody gives a fuck about Joe Budden and Nikki. Yeah, it's but not really. I heard that Yandi got, there was a, uh, what's it called? Like a, not a release. What the fuck's the word? What the fuck is the... I'm, why am I blanking so hard? What is the word? A leak. I don't know why I couldn't say the word leak. Wow. But yeah, I heard, heard Yandi leak. I'm not going to listen to it because if he didn't... Plan, when did the Yandi leak? I heard it this week on Instagram. I mean, I, I'm not going to look for the... One, I'm not downloading Torrents in 2019. I'm not, Who does that? I'm not... It's the... I'm waiting for it to be on Spotify. I'll have it when Kanye West wants me to have it. <laughs> I'm not down because it's not it's, it's incomplete. Yeah. I'm I, not really about that. Yeah, I don't want to hear his unfinished work and then be mad at him for not being good. But anyway. Try to get back on the topic because who I don't. It, 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 I just cares about this. Yeah, I, I really don't care about this Nicki Minaj thing except for Joe Budden got cussed out and screamed at, and that's hilarious to me. That made me happy. This man announced Yandi uh, September seventeenth, twenty eighteen. Yes, been almost a year. We got nothing. Year. Yep. We also still haven't gotten the Kanye produced Chance album. So yeah, well, good, uh, good, good day, ass, good ass day, good, good ass day. Yeah, good ass day or something. Like that. Yeah, still haven't gotten it. So anyway, all right, upcoming tours. We got two big ones. So we talked about Beast Coast a lot last week because I went I went and saw that tour. A lot of niggas are doing this super group shit, which is pretty dope. It makes all your niggas money, so everybody gets gets a little cut of the pie, especially when like like Joey Badass and Flatbush were the big niggas. Yeah. But it also got the other pro era and underachiever niggas in front of a lot of people. So this time we got announced Pivot Gang is going on tour. If you don't know who Pivot Gang is, if you not heard Saba, go stop the podcast. Go listen to Saba first of all. Saba is. Wonderfully genius. Yeah, his last two albums. He's he's one of the best niggas out the out the Midwest right now. Like he's he he's often with like Smino and No Name and Chance a little bit. Not as much lately, but back like, in between like Acid Rap and like current Chance. Yeah. Maybe up to like Coloring Book, he had a couple joints with Chance. 
So he's just he's a Midwest nigga. Great rapper, great lyrical, but he's also like very lyrical, but he also got good production. So he's going on tour with basically his like his squad, like his version of like Chance Rapper and a Social Experiment. Yeah, Social Experiment, or his version of like Smeet on Zero Fatigue. So they're called Pivot Gang. They actually dropped an album this year called, or was it this year? I think it was this year. There's been so much shit that's come out recently called You Can't Sit With Us. So I'm sure they'll be performing that. Starts November 5th. It's actually only one, two, three, four, five dates, major cities. Actually, I think he's got a Chicago one down here that's not, it's like blurred out. So I'm assuming they're going to announce that later. But Oakland, L.A., D.C., New York, Boston, and then Chicago at some point. He's going to be in all y'all cities. Go see him. It's going to be Saba, Joseph Chilliams, uh, Motherfucking Mellow, Fresh Waters, Day Day Pivot, and Squeak Pivot. I was trying to figure out how to pronounce that. And uh, Carrie Foe's going to be there. I, I fuck with Carrie Foe heavy. I don't think I've ever heard of him. She's a she's a female oh, okay. rapper. She's a she's a female rapper, but she's pretty good. She her last shit was like only like five songs. Oh, wow, it's not really that many dates. It's only November too. Yeah, it's it's only what I say five, five plus the Chicago one that's blurred out at the bottom. Yeah. So, but go see Pivot Gang and in bigger news and in hopefully me and G are at this because we we gonna see what we can do because I I want to you know report live. I feel like this. I feel like we're definitely I feel like we're gonna go. Yeah. I, I, I it, it's overdue and this year the lineup is just too good to not go. Yeah. Camp Flognock Carnival is coming up. You know Tyler does Camp Flognock every year. It's a big deal, whatever. It's it's his huge thing, and it's literally a carnival. There's rides and all kinds of extra shit happening. Cause Plus, because it's, it's Tyler. Here. Yeah, he's got to be over the top. So who's gonna be there that you've probably heard of? Skipping the bottom line, people. Summer Walker, who I've recently discovered is fine as hell. I'd listened to her music and I'd never really seen her. Didn't know how fine she was. Until you saw it. Kind of felt like she would rob me, but I kind of wanted to. Hey, Yuna's on this. Who? Yuna. Oh, yeah, Yuna's going to be... Yeah, because she fucks with, like, Tyler and them heavy. So, Thundercats going to be performing. Willow Smith, Domo Genesis, The Internet, FKA Twigs, Gold Link, Taco, Solange, YG, Brock Hampton, Tyler, of course, Juice World, Her, Daniel Caesar, 21 Savage, Blood Orange, Yuna, The Baby, Earl Sweatshirt, Yasin Bey, The Former Most Deaf. That's a huge one. That's just gonna be a big one to see. Like, if if we can go seeing most definitely, even like after his prime, that's just gonna be like a dope experience. Really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those like I couldn't see him like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, but. And there will be a special guest that's blurred out. Not blurred out, but he's got like question marks over the it's name. Probably gonna be ASAP. I feel like it's gonna be ASAP Rocky. Honestly, yeah, it's definitely gonna be ASAP. That that seems like the obvious answer. Because I don't really don't know who else it would be. Like, everyone else who, like, we associate. Maybe, like, Vince Staples. But everyone else we I fuck mean, with, he fucks with is already on here. Like, the internet, Gold Link, Solange, uh, Willow, Thundercat. Everyone he fucks with, Domo. They're all already on here. Yeah. I really want to see Earl Sweatshirt now that he got dreads and, you know, he's all woke and shit. Pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I heard, like, Earl and Solange, like, really fuck with each other now. So that'd be kind of interesting, too. Interesting. Yeah, so we're going to try to be at Camp Flogna. That's, that's the goal. We'll see what we can do. It's it's November 9th, 9th and 10th, and 10th. In, at Dodger Stadium. So we're going to try to be out in L.A. Niggas never been to L.A. Niggas never even been past... What's the farthest west you ever been? You really lived on the East Coast your whole life. Have you ever been, like, past, what, like, Alabama? No. I've never been either... Uh, da- yeah, I've yeah, never even been to yeah, Texas or anything like that, no. Yeah, so I went to Dallas, like, last... Like, not last weekend, but two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. And I've been to Iowa when I was like a teenager. That's a story I'm never gonna tell on the podcast. <laughs> but I've been to Iowa, and I don't even I don't know what's farther west, Iowa or Dallas. But either way, that's the farthest west I've ever been. So I've never been to the West Coast. I really don't like flying, so I really don't want to do this. But 
I, I want to be really at this festival. Don't do this. But I want to be at this festival. So I, say, I really don't want to do this. Especially because there, there was a joint in Vegas that we talked about a few weeks ago. That um, what's that shit called? It was like a day in Vegas, or something like that. But it was like a three day festival, but it sold out like fucking overnight. No, Louisiana. Oh yeah, oh sure, yeah, you've been to New Orleans. Okay, so yeah. New Orleans is it's a little further west. Yeah, still like Central Time Zone. I was thinking about that because I've been in Mississippi and I've been and yeah, Louisiana is the far south of it. Yeah, and I don't think like we ever we either either of us can't say words have ever been past the Central Time Zone. So yeah, no. So we, yeah, it hasn't been like what like three four hours difference or something. Like yeah, that. I think it's two for us, three for the East Coast. Yeah. So but yeah, it's either way we we finish we're gonna try to pull up. Hopefully, sure, you know, sure. to our niggas in LA, if you out there, I don't, I know, I don't know California's geography. I'd be feeling like, like I, like I know niggas in LA, then I find out they live three hours from LA. Cause yeah. California's big as fuck. Yeah, cause I thought Renzo and Jr. lived like more towards that, but they don't. They yeah, they live like, like North Cali, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, either way, we're gonna be, we're gonna try to be out in LA. Tickets are on sale this Friday. This what's the, what's this Friday's date? The sixteenth. Yeah, sixteenth. Yeah, this the sixteenth. Hopefully before, hopefully they don't sell out overnight. It feels like a thing that'll sell out in the like, same for day. For sure. But we're going to see what we can do. See for if we can sure. be out there. So that's it for news pretty much. Fuck Joe Budden. Nikki exists. And can yell. Go see these tours though. Go support Saba and Pivot Gang. Go support Tyler. Go support all these niggas who are on, the, who are on Tyler's tour. If you, don't, if you don't know anybody on the list. You got to look them up. Yeah, look them up. check them out. There's nothing but heat on here. So, anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to dive into all these fucking albums that dropped this week. So many. So, so many. Welcome back. Why do you even say it like that? Because, look, look, I didn't sing it this week. Oh, my gosh. Welcome back to the 808s and Hot Takes podcast. What y'all really here for is all these album and, and single reviews. Now, I've said it before, I'm not the biggest single guy, but, you know, we have the two that came out, one was highly anticipated, and one was, we just ain't heard from this nigga all year, so we needed to hear it. So, first off, the big song, the song that I've heard, I've heard played the most other places, Hot Girl Summer. So, Megan Thee Stallion, and niggas were saying, like, summer's over, it's August, niggas. Summer is still going on for at least another month. Uh, summer is kind of over. I feel like summer's not over until, like, summer school, like, kids' summer's over. Like school started, school starting in places, but yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still, pretty it, it's hot. still, it's still hot as fuck. It's still very hot. Ugh. Yeah, but Nicki, but uh, Megan Thee Stallion dropped Hot Girl Summer featuring Nicki Minaj, who I didn't hate on the song. Thought she did okay. Wow, look at you. I mean, you heard the way she ended her verse, though. She's like, I get that, that, and that, and that, and then I, whatever the fuck she said. That I was, like, you not even saying words, bro. You just you and, and shit. Like she said, I get that and that. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not a way to end a verse. I didn't like that. Hey, I mean, all we all we care about is that Ty Dolla Sign slid on this song. Okay, Ty Dolla Sign came on a song that was supposed to be for the women and being like, and yeah. did his thing. I mean, not just this man came through and said, "Hot, uh, what do you say?" He said, "Real ass nigga gave a fuck about a bitch." To open the song up, he said, "Fuck the energy y'all are y'all are here for. I'm here for Hot Boy Summer. I'm here for City Boys." So shout out to to Ty Dolla Sign for sabotaging Hot Girl Summer. Shouts to him. Now he really, I, he he wasn't the best part of the song. I thought Megan The Stallion's her verse was better, like not better than his hook, but it it was more impactful and shit. It's her song. Yeah, oh, obviously. I thought Nicki held up her end though, and Ty Dolla Sign, you know, he's Ty Dolla Sign. It's your king. Ty Dolla Sign knows what he's doing. Yeah, he if you put him on a hook of any song, it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah, it's not, deba- it's not debatable. 
So, yeah, so Hot Girl Summer came out. No music video yet. When that does come out. Yeah, I mean, I saw it on Instagram that they were making music videos. So. Yeah, I, I can't be trusted with my phone in private spaces when that music video comes out. Please stop. I'm not proud, I'm not proud of what I'm saying. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm being honest <laughs> to the people. I'm speaking for the niggas who are not lying to themselves out here. Man. So, you know, if you hear the song playing from the bathroom, mind your business. Wow. Look, you've seen Nikki, you've seen Meg The Stallion. Meg The Stallion could step on my throat right now. I don't care. Oh, JT was on the song, too. I think they sampled her, like that yeah. real ass bitch. That's, that's not, she wasn't really oh, on okay. it. Yeah. There's that real ass bitch, give a fuck about that's the nigga fair. part. That's fair. Um, but yeah, either way, Megan can step on my throat anytime. Nikki, not so much. Her body's a little like, it's like Kim K ish. It's, it's excessive? Yeah, it's too fake. It's doing too much. She's fine, like, she's still very pretty, but it's, it's doing a lot. Yeah. But anyway, so Hot Girl Summer dropped. People didn't like it. Like, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, like, talking shit about it. And I was just like, it's it's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a club banger. Exactly. I mean, what, like, what's not to like about the song, honestly? Yeah, I, I saw a lot of people just being like, like, Nicki's verse. I, I was like, first of all, a lot of people hate Nicki Minaj. Let's just be honest. I, we are Nicki Minaj haters. <laughs> yeah. So people hate anything she's on by default. But she wasn't bad on it. I try to be objective, like, when she does shit. I'm not going to just hate on it just to hate. I'm not irrational. Again, her old stuff is better than her new stuff. Yeah, and she was fine on this song. She did what she was supposed to do, and she looked fine as fuck on Meg's IG Live. She did everything she was asked to do. So That indeed. Outside of the end of her verse, I thought it was straight. And I feel like people just didn't like the tie. Do- A lot of women were mad Ty Dolla Sign was on it because they were like, it's supposed to be about the women. I was like, Megan knows what sells, bro. It's a, it's a radio single. Calm down. The, like. the fact that Ty Dolla Sign's on a song means that people are going to listen to it. Yeah, quite frankly. And same thing with Nicki. Like, there's a reason she put two two bigger artists than her on the song. Exactly. Ty Dolla Sign's a she hit. She knows what she's doing. She knows, she, yeah, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign's like, a hit maker. Like, he's not like not his own songs all the time, but he's, he's a hit maker on your hook. If you put him on a hook, it's a hit. It's because it's, it's, he has like a perfect cadence and melody. Yeah. It makes it very re-singable. And then Nicki's a big enough name that I got all the barbs to listen to it. Like... Megan made a radio single. I see. I, I know it's playing in the club. I guarantee that after this weekend, we're going to come back next week and be like, nope, that song played three times in the club. In the same definitely. Night. On Friday when we go out? Yeah. It's, 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 gonna, it's definitely going to be playing. It's going to be a, it's a club banger. Like yeah, I've, I've already seen it. Every, all, all your favorite workers on IG Live are twerking to it. It's already, it's already playing in clubs and at parties. Everyone who's been out since it came out last weekend is like, yeah, it's playing in the club. Niggas is running it back and DJs are mixing it with shit. Because why not? It gets song. girls to throw ass at the club. Isn't understand. that the goal? Uh, yeah, exactly. Why? First of all, niggas should not be mad. No N- niggas should be mad. Okay, you know, you know, you know, niggas hate when women enjoy shit though. No we talked about this before. Yeah, of course. But no niggas should be mad at songs. But guess what? You gonna see some ass thrown. You gonna, you better catch ass. So that's the thing. Thrown. That's the thing. The niggas who are mad aren't catching any ass. Yeah, those are the ones that sit on the side of, of the of the club watching girls. Yeah, and they're just like, they're creep, just like creeper status. Yeah, they they stand with their boys until the end of the night. Creeper status. They don't ever actually dance with anybody. Yeah. But I mean, you know who you are. Yeah, y'all know y'all know y'all know you, man. Like, just be honest with yourselves. You know who you are. Why are you paying fifteen dollar cover to stand on the wall with your boys? Big Do that shit at your house. Put on fits, take pictures, and then stand in your own living room. Like, put on YouTube. Yeah, y'all can just y'all can just post up on a wall there. Like, but no, I, I did. I mean, I've seen niggas, and this is what this is the curse of being on Twitter. I've seen niggas be like, "Does Megan do anything besides twerk?" Shut up! What is, what? Shut the fuck up, nigga! Goddamn! Like, what? First of all, she makes good songs. Why are you even songs. asking that question? Like, first of all, she makes good songs, but that's not the point of the argument. Why are you mad that she shakes ass all the time? What are you losing by her twerking on your timeline every day? Ugh. In different outfits with different people, she's bringing. She's low key bringing together the the women of hip hop and R and B. She has. She has had SZA, Tiana Taylor, 
Um, Summer Walker, Nicki Minaj now. Kalani. Kalani. She's at Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. She's at, she had every black woman who's famous. That girl that plays the pipe. I don't know. Oh, Lizzo. Uh, Lizzo. Playing the flute while she was twerking. Sorry. I mean, I don't. You say pipe? Yeah. <laughs> pipe. All right. I, honestly, I was at first. I thought that was an instrument because I'm not. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't know my woodwinds. So. <laughs> I don't know my woodwinds. But no, nah, like she's had everyone drinking yeah, Duce with her nah, and throwing ass. Nah, shots, shots to Megatron. Her and Tiana Taylor were twerking on each other. Stop complaining, niggas. Yeah, I don't know why I would do such a thing. Women you could never fuck are throwing ass where you can watch them. I don't see this is it's. I don't see what you're losing. I don't see the issue. Yeah, like don't see the issue. Niggas like niggas be like, I will never let my girl act like that. Nigga, Megan Thee Stallion would never fuck you on your best <laughs> day, and she probably wouldn't fuck me on my best day because she's two inches taller than me. She could post me up anytime, Megan. Just just so you know. Take me down to the post. Hit me with that with that baby hood. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Look, I'm are just. You, are you gonna say this about every single girl? Only no. Okay, I've only every? done it for well, Ari Lennox. We've been quiet about for a while, but this is Megan today. I feel like you said something. You said something the last episode. Probably did about Megan, probably or Ari. I mean, we talk about Ari Lennox later. She's on Boss's joint. Yeah, that's true. But either way, but yeah. So Hot Girl Summer came out. I thought it was a good song. It's getting girls in the club to throw their ass. It's a good radio single for Meg, especially when like. She her album was like popping amongst the women, but outside of Big Old Freak, she hasn't. That like, was pretty much it. Yeah, it's the only radio song that like everybody like that niggas who aren't like rap fans have heard. Although everyone's heard the term "Hot Girl Summer," so this is like good branding for her. Yeah, this is, yeah. I mean, so, and it makes sense for her to make a whole song called. Hot, yeah, hot, it's hot. a perfect way to end the summer. Like it'll this will get all the day parties popping until September when shit cools down. Everybody goes and gets a girlfriend or a boyfriend because yeah. they it, they sad and it's cold outside. Yeah. I'm sad. It's cuddle hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's no longer hot girl summer. Come like you know late September. That's when the good. That's when the good art music, uh, R and B music. Oh, comes, that comes in. That's that's when the sad boy music comes and the, in and the love music is coming. How was your bitch? Tied off as a mountain. I mean, he already gave, he already gave us. Well, no, my tie came out last year, but he's given us some summer he, joints already. He is. I could have sworn he said he was coming out with albums. Oh, I mean, he probably is. I mean, he no one really notices when he does because it's like it's not his. You do because you are a stan. But tied off side makes. Gold. That's why. Anyway. Gold. All right. So in a, in less big song news, but just cool because we haven't heard from Kendrick in a while. Sir, who's a artist on TDE, which I didn't realize until I watched the music video. Yeah. But he's a TDE artist, like one of their R and B niggas. Who I don't think they push enough. Like I feel like TDE really only pushes like the black hippie four niggas and SZA. Like they don't advertise their other niggas. But enough. that's the thing though. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't push SZA. That's true. They really and did it until Control blew up. Uh, yeah, because I mean, the, her her first album was like wonderful. Yeah, but most people didn't hear about it. Yeah, a lot of people. And I'm not sure hear most it. people now have still haven't heard about yeah, it. Yeah, because they because they listen to Control a million times, which is fine. Because Control yeah, is a Control masterpiece. Is wonderful. To me, that that's it can't, it's been about two years. It's a classic as far as I'm concerned at this point. Big facts. It's creeping on classic status because I can really it, you can still spin it front to back. I really haven't listened. To, I haven't listened to that song that album in a smooth minute. I think I did a couple like probably a couple weeks ago. Just randomly, I was like, you know what? It's time for some sizzle. It's time for some sizzle. But anyway, but yeah, so Kendrick, we have not heard from literally all year. Like outside of on uh, Jay Cole on the on the on as like a like an interlude, not an interlude, yeah. like a bridge on the J Cole album yeah, or part of, of the hook. Of course, a hook. Yeah, so we got a hook out of him this year. But he did, he went ahead and did a verse on this sir song. Also has a music video. It's not the worst music video. It's cool. It's just it's really just sir smoking weed with met with a lot of bad bitches. So yeah. which is dope. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's for, it's his video. So yeah, I mean, it would be. It would make sense for him to be the yeah he, focal point of of the music. Yeah, game. he's in there like in the on the party bus on the tour bus with like Mad Girl smoking blunts and you know and then Kendrick's got a black sparkly hoodie on and he's rapping into a mirror and he's being Kendrick. Yeah, 
you know, he's being a super deep ass nigga. So. Yeah, I mean, hey. But Kendrick slid, and the the song is called Hair Down, and it's kind of like sexual in nature because it's talking about you know girls putting their hair down. And Kendrick did have some some bars on there talking about I'm yeah. sweat, sweating your hair out and shit. He, he did his thing. So you know, shout out to Kendrick. Some of edges. Yeah. Some of edges out. Hey, I'm hey. Shout out to Kendrick. Big facts. He's representing for us niggas who you know. I don't know what I was going for. That. I was like, what I, are you I, I don't about? know where I was going with that. I was like, what are you talking about? Let's hear this one. I've, I've, I've done too much today. So I was like, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cut that sentence off. Where it's I've done far too much today as it is. I got to reel it in. But anyway, so that's, that's just a dope single. Hopefully, sir, he gave us an album like last year, at the end of last year. So when R&B season comes, he'll probably give us something. For sure. So check out, sir. Keep up with TDE. Like I said, they've been kind of quiet this year besides Schoolboy Q. But, yeah, I mean. But we, yeah, we got this. People. People also sleep on Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, I I'm not the biggest fan, but I, I fuck with him. He's cool. I don't know. I just I like him. Like I like him on features and shit, but I end up not liking his album as much as I think I would like it. It's weird. It's like it's like a younger, very woke Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I see that. I don't think he's like got the artistic gift or like I that Kendrick has, of yeah. course. But who but, does? Yeah. But either way, he's the only Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Either way, so Hair Down, Kendrick and Sir. I mean, Sir and Kendrick, it's really Sir song, but a Kendrick verse makes you listen to it. Yeah. So those two are out. That's the two singles that we're, that we're talking about. All right, now it's time to get to all these projects this week. These albums. Yeah, these first, first off, we got the first full mixtape from a SoundCloud legend. If you don't know, now you know. Ugly God. This man's been God for years. Bro, he really ain't dropped shit in years. years. It's been like I think like, like three years. Yeah, it's like a smooth three years, I would say. Yeah, because he dropped. I I forgot what the last project he dropped was, but I know it wasn't. It was like only like five or six songs, and it was very. And it was like it just he kind of just threw it out there and it disappeared. Oh yeah, the booty he, tape. He has he has he has a good he has a good uh, ad lib though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thanks, ugly God is a fire. That's a fire ad lib. Actually, I think it's so fire. The booty tape was actually ten songs, but it was two years ago. Yeah. So, and people, I don't know for whatever reason, they didn't consider it, like, a full mixtape. I think it was 10 songs, but it was a lot of the songs he had dropped on SoundCloud, they just threw them together. This was, like, him actually putting a project together. Yeah. But, I mean, if you've never heard Water, you've heard Water. Yeah, I mean, who had? Yeah, like, if, if you might there have heard so this... many. There were so many Vines, yep, Vines, because it's, it's, that's old. That, yeah, 2017, yeah. like... There were so many R&B Vines line. made with that, with, with that song. Yeah, like... You've had to have heard it. Yeah, so you if you haven't heard Ugly God, you've heard Water, and that means you've heard Ugly God. Exactly. So Water was a, was that joint a couple years ago. Fire. Booty Tape was good. Go back and listen to the Booty Tape, honestly. Fire. But he just dropped Bumps and Bruises, 14 songs. The Deluxe is 16. Oh, yeah, true. True. Um, let, we have the internet. Listen to the Deluxe. There's no reason to not listen to the Deluxe. Yeah, exactly. It's on your and app. Little Pump, is, Little Pump is, the, is in the bonus track, and I actually like that song. Yeah, I thought Little Pump kind of did his thing. Like, uh, he, I think... Ugly God did exactly what he's supposed to do. Exactly. He gave us fire production, some fun, some funny bars about he. he oh, wait, no, no, I laughed. No, he. I laughed at some of the bars that he said. He must have talked about fucking your girl like, at least <laughs> yeah. fifteen times. I definitely laughed at some of, some of the bars that he said. Yeah, so Ugly God, like that—that's his brand though. It's, it's, he's not like a comedy rapper. He's not fucking little. Uh, what's that nigga who made this song with Chris Brown? The Freaky Fridays, Little Dicky. He's not Little Dicky. He's not literally trying to be funny. Yeah. But he just—he's just like a—he's young, so he just drops. He, he has funny bars. He's good at rapping, though. He knows how to flow over his beats. Yeah, for sure. I think the album was a little monotonous, but it's a fourteen-song turn-up album. Like it's gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I would play it when I'm like playing video games, so I can yeah. just like zone in, or I probably like play it when I'm 
like getting ready. Yeah, like it, probably Friday. It's, a pre, Friday. Yeah, it's gonna be a, pre, it's yeah. a pre-game album. Probably this Friday, I'm definitely gonna be like jamming to that while I'm yeah, like, and like getting ready. And shit I'm gonna like have a, a thousand more opinions on Ugly Guys. I've played it maybe two or three times, and I liked it my first couple listens. No songs like stood out like that's the joint. But I'm gonna end up playing it on Friday a couple times too. Yeah. Once I'm drunk, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that album. Yeah. So. So Ugly God, go listen to Ugly God. Like I said, listen to the booty tape. And if you don't listen to that, at least listen to Bumps and Bruises. From some fun facts from our niggas at Hip Hop by the Numbers, follow them on Twitter if you don't already. 92.9% of Bumps and Bruises, so out of those 14 tracks, have Ugly God as a production credit. I, I believe so he, that. So I mean, he self-produces a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And he always talked, yeah, because I, I, I watched some of his interviews. He's always talked about how like, he... Does most of his stuff and like yeah. makes some beats and all that stuff. Yeah, because thirty six percent are his production alone, and then ninety three percent he's on as a part of the production team. So it's him and other niggas, but it's him yeah, on the team. Like, like yeah. so that that's a dope skill because it's like part of what makes like good turn up music is the beat got to be hard. Like you can't just because like we're not here for the lyrics. Like yeah. the lyrics can be fun and make it the lyrics in your hook make the song way more fun. Because I'm not listening to instrumentals when I'm getting ready to go out or when I'm at the club. For what reason? But you need, I need your lyrics and your hook to be solid and I need your flow to be good. So, But it's like, in, if I had to rank what's important, it's beat number one. For his kind of music, beat, beat one, flow two, hook three, and then your actual bars are four. Yeah. Like, the bars don't matter, but them being funny is a nice like plus. Yeah, no, and he has some good hooks on this song. So oh, yeah. He's got, he's got great hooks, great production, and he flows overall. It's his shit, so he knows how to flow. Yeah, exactly. So, and then all, for all of his discography, which is not that long... He has he has a production credit on 71% of it. So, again, he makes his own beats, which is a skill because you have to know what kind of beats are going to get niggas turning up. Yeah, exactly. So, and on Bumps and Bruises, he has 122 punchlines. That's 20% of the music. 40% of the album's about women. 19% about sex. And I don't know the numbers, but I'm going to say roughly 70% is about fucking your bitch. Big facts. Because he said that explicitly many times. So many times. So, listen to Ugly God. We don't, we'll probably come... We're going to throw Ugly God on the playlist this week, but we'll definitely come back next week with a little deeper review, like the best songs and shit. Yeah. There was just so much music that he's, he, so, didn't, so much music. he didn't take yeah, quite a I, Yeah, I, I listened to... Uh, again, I played him before we did a podcast, and that was like... I, that, was like that was like the third time. Yeah, I think I've maybe played it three times, like including today. Yeah. So, but run, run through Ugly God's album, and next week we're going to talk about it a little more in depth. It'll probably be like our lead-off for the album section, just so we can give y'all like the best songs on it and shit. Now... For the opposite of a good, a good fucking turn up album, we got the debut from one Blueface. Okay, this man, this man's album cover is the most disgusting album cover that I've seen in a long time. Like it just looks ugly. It just looks like it. Just, it's literally him standing with a, all these bags of money, and he's he's looking like one of those ninety niggas that stand up. He looks like one of those club niggas that that look at girls. And he's watching everybody in the club. That's what he looks like. And he has a, a bandana background. Yeah, it's just, it looks, it looks, it, I mean, he signed to, like, Cash Money South or whatever, or Young Money South. But it literally looks like an old, like, 1999, it, like, Cash Money album. Like, you could tell me this was a Hot Boys album, like, cover, or a fucking, um, Why I'm Going Blame. Not little, not, I mean, an old Little Wayne joint, too. But, it, like, it looks like an old Cash Money fucking, like, album cover. So that's, that's number one. It, the album's called Dirtbag. That's number two. That was a mistake. Horrible name. That's a terrible name. High key, the money bags. Now I'm looking at it harder. It looks like they've literally like, it looks like like bad Photoshop. Like I feel they like definitely I, Photoshop. I feel like they would be selling this in the gas station, like they as like, a mixtape. Like, they definitely Photoshopped that. Yeah, this is just really bad Photoshop with the money bags and it. it's just bad. Now, G, listen to like what maybe half the album so far. A couple songs. I didn't listen to any songs fully. I was I listened to the first song. Uh, this sounds trash. 
And I skipped to I literally listened to all the other features. And I was like, yeah, this is not this is not something I'm listening to again. Yeah, I mean, I and I, we said it on the first episode. We're never gonna listen to something just to bash it. Today's the exception, nigga. Uh, just, I listened uh, to the whole album just so I could say with truth and honesty and research <laughs> that this shit is garbage, boy. It's just it doesn't make sense. Like it. it... He should not, he should he really should be a one hit wonder. He is going to. Be. He is. Dadiano like he is going Little Nas X got more hits than him. Panini's uh, a better song than any song on this whole album. Uh, That's just point blank period. Yeah. At least at least Little Nas X got a bunch of remixes to Old Town Road and he got Panini. He can always say he had two songs. Yeah. Cuz Panini sure. plays on the radio. For sure. And Blueface, you never going to hear not one of these songs on the fucking radio. Oh my gosh. It just the way that he flows on beats is getting is 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 becoming annoying. Like, there's I forgot. Uh, one take J. Yeah. He is he's not offbeat, but he sounds better offbeat. Yeah. He than, he he has like the same West Coast type flow as Blueface, yeah. except he actually knows how to hear the music when he's rapping to it. Yeah. So he knows how to he knows how to rap over a beat, even though it's not. It's not, offbeat. Yeah, but it's, it's offbeat. It's in a way that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. But Blueface, it's he he. The way he does things is just not the best way at all whatsoever. He like, he raps like he plugs his ears like when he's about to like <laughs> honestly like they play the they play the beat for him. He's like nah la 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 la. I don't want to hear that. Like this man, no, I feel like this man raps with no music and then he just puts the music over. Yeah, like that, that's what the album sounds like. It sounds like it's like his he's almost on beat, but it doesn't sound like he was trying to be on beat. It sounds like a producer was like nigga, we are gonna fix this. Yeah, we are gonna try to line this up a little better. And it just they did their best. It looks like a, like a fucking parent. Saw their kid's trash-ass volcano and tried to piece it together like the night before. And it's not good. And his voice just sounds bad, bro. I, I don't like his voice. His voice sounds bad. It's not, okay, this man sounds like he's yelling, but he like, he's trying to yell, and it just sounds horrible. Like, this man's, like, forcing a yell out of his Yeah, body. like, he's trying to sound, like, intense, and it's like, just just play Thadiana and call it a day, bro. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even want to hear your verses on Thadiana. I just want to hear the, re- the remixes, like the Cardi or the Young M.A., and I want to hear the hook. That's it. That's that's all I need. I don't need Blueface on it at all. At all. At Honestly, all. just give that beat to somebody else. I don't know why they did that. Bro. And then he, t- I feel bad for the niggas he featured because first off, he had five features out of eight songs. That's how you know he needs help. A lot of the songs are like two and a half minutes. And who listens to the game anymore? To be bro, he had the game who on there. Who listens to the game anymore? To be like, oh, bro, I'm put the game on this album. Bro, it's gonna slide. No. The game was on it, and the game was off beat. Like he got infected by Blueface. Like. Nope. First of all, I don't want to hear nothing from the game anymore. No. Like, the game's best days were a long, a long fucking time ago. And and I'll even give him the song with Drake. Uh, 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 100 or something like that. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, no, because the game's been around so long, he's got some joints. Like, it's not like, I'm not going to just disrespect the game entirely. Now, he has not had an album that I give a fuck about. Since didn't he release like an album like two years ago? He released an album like last year. Wow. He he dropped music all the time. If you go on his like discography page on any app or like on his Wikipedia, he dropped hella music that nobody cares about. That's crazy. Nobody's checking for this. He dropped a double album like three years ago, like the documentary two. And he dropped the documentary two point five. Nobody cared. It didn't happen as far as people are concerned. Nah, game you should hang that up. Game you should have been like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm retired. I he don't really, want to be on the song. After the documentary, he should have stopped rapping. The documentary is a classic, and I'll always give him the documentary. But that's really it. I don't want to hear anything else from him. Like, so the, game, the game's on, on it, rapping off beat. He's got... I feel... I truly feel bad 
for Offset, Rich the Kid, and Little Pump because I know they just needed they got the check. Yeah, Little Pump's got a lot of features this week. He just needed a check because <laughs> he slid on on uh Ugly Gods. on Ugly God's album, but on this, yeah, I mean it's just it's hard to rap. It's hard to write a verse for a beat that you don't know what the beat's gonna be because engineers are not to fucking fix the first nigga's verse so much. So it just it sounds bad. It, the album cover looks bad. Blueface can't rap. You see that chain he got? Nah, what? what? It's a bandana chain. Oh my god, it looks ridiculous. Blueface is the fucking worst. It really does look ridiculous. I'm like, bro, why are you doing this to yourself? And apparently, he said that he slept with a thousand women in the last six months. Oh, yeah. Someone did the math. And that's like roughly five women a day for every day for the last six months. That sounds disgusting. For, that's first of all, it's very, it's incredibly disgusting. Like it's disgust. It sounds disgusting. It sounds like your meat's gonna fall off, and it's just not true, bro. You don't have to lie to us. Yeah, like, I don't understand. Like, Will Chamberlain said he slept with 1,000 women, but that was over, like, like 20, 30 years. I, mean, I think he said, like, 10,000. Will Chamberlain was wild too. Yeah, so. But, like, I mean, just stop lying about how, like, just stop lying on your dick, bro. It's fine. Because I'm sure Blueface has a lot of pussy because he's Blueface. Like, that's fine. I'm, no one's mad at you for that, but you don't have to lie to us. <laughs> he don't have no two girlfriends anymore, though. Yeah, I mean, because they, they robbed his ass. Yeah. This, man, this man kicked his mama and his sister out to let his two girlfriends stay with him, and then they robbed him. Yeah, that's just crazy. City girls up two zero. That's yeah. That's an easy bucket big, for them. Big, big facts. Big, big facts. Now I do have some stats for on Blueface. This is, this is purely to mock him. It's pointless. There's not. There's nothing positive in this. He had a punchline every two point eight bars. So basically, every third line's a uh, punchline. Twelve point twelve percent of the lyrics are ad libs. For every other, literally every other bar. Actually, it's every bar. It's one point every one point two bars. So every every, every bar. Shout out to Hip Hop by the Numbers who listened to this album enough times to record all this data. Because I could not. I gave it one listen and I was like, I will never do that to myself again. <laughs> they, got, they, must, they must have someone who's like, bro, do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> do I have to? Literally, like, if you look at their, like, their tweets and replies on Twitter, like, somebody was like, have you done, like, Boss's album yet? They were like, I need to because I listened to Ugly God and Blueface back to back and I, I, need, I need a break. Smart. Because, like, I, they don't like Ugly God because they're not, they're more, like, pure hip hop type niggas. Which I like Ugly God, obviously, but the Blueface album, I feel them. Like, that's pain. But Blueface's most used words, minus articles, which is like words like the, and minus pronouns, were like. In eight songs, he said like 62 times. Number two. Wow. His second most used word was bitch. He said 52 times in eight songs. That's an average of like nine times a track. He said bitch. Yo, that's and like eight times, or no. Like, seven times. I can't do math. That's, like, six to seven times a track he said, bitch. And about eight times a track he said, like. His number three most used word. You'll never guess this one. <laughs> what you got? I have nothing. Bussin'. <laughs> this is so lame, bro. 48 this times. So lame. Oh, my God. 48 times this nigga said bussin'. <laughs> which means six times a track he said bussin'. And number 45. Which I thought it would be, like, Gloke or Crip. But number 45 is gang. He said 45 times. On the gang. So about five or six times. On the gang. Said, said gang. So all together, those four words made up like about 200 of the words he said across eight tracks. That's, why you, that's how you know this man's trash. Like he just, he said he's like the best lyricist out here. I was like, you could just not talk, bro. Like you have Thadiana. No one's mad at you about Thadiana. Like we let you yeah, cook. Just keep that one and keep pushing, bro. Yeah, like it's fine. No one is mad about it. But anyway, so fuck Blueface. Again, we I I really don't like listening to things just to hate on them, but I really don't yeah, like Blueface. Yeah, but nah, this man's just. Ugh. 
And I needed, I just needed to listen to it to confirm to people that, like, Blueface is terrible. Because there was, like, this thing on Twitter for a while where I felt like people were, like, joking that Blueface was good. And then it turned into people believing that Blueface was good. Because people started defending his lyricism and shit. And I was like, you gotta log out, bro. Bro. Check, uh, check back into the real world for a second. I want you to talk about someone that actually can rap. Like, one take, J. Yeah, like, because I, I don't even need you to be talking about, like, woke niggas. We can talk about West Coast niggas who are good. Listen, we can talk about Mustard's album all day. Exactly. But yeah, Blueface's album was trash. So so all right, so far just a review. As we knew it was going to be Megan The Stallion, Hot Girl Summer, good. Ugly God, Bru- Bumps and Bruises, also good. Sir featuring Kendrick, Hair Down, solid, possibly good. I call it good. It's not great, but it's good. And Blueface, absolutely. In my notes when I listened to it the first time, because I tried to write down my thoughts, yeah. my first word was disgusting. <laughs> That's the first word I wrote. Was disgusting, comma, and then my thoughts. Alright, so now the two the two big projects. Boss is not a big project like to everybody, but we you were big Dreamville niggas, obviously. Yeah, we, yeah, we like it. And we we obviously really supported the Rent of the Dreamers. They have they have his hip hop by the numbers. For boss? Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I didn't think it was like interesting numbers necessarily. Mm. I mean but they have like his stats for like his like lyrics and unique words and shit like that. Yeah. Cause they do a lot of like stats, but yeah, sometimes it's twenty like, food references. That's funny. It was great. Four, <laughs> four song. I mean That's funny. the first song was literally called Jollof Rice. Yeah. And the second so, call was called, was called Friday. Fried Rice, so obviously. Yeah, so Boss dropped a little four song E P called Spoiled Milk One. Which you know we love Boss here. Yeah, Boss is wonderful. But he did his thing. He had a lot of he had a lot of other uh, Dreamville really showing out this year, just in general. Good good job. Cause he had Jid on there, Earth Gang on there, Ari Lennox on there. Like he really had all his niggas on the album. Or um, not it's an EP, it's literally four songs, but excuse me, he had all his niggas on there. So Spilled Milk one, four songs. We got Joe Loff Rice, which I knew was gonna be fire, because it starts off with one of the niggas from Earth Gang. I found out found out what his name was. It used to be uh Wow, I think it's like I just forgot. I just forgot. It used to be Doctor Dot, but he changed it to Wow Great, and Great spelled G R eight. I don't know what kind of drugs he's on. Earth Gang niggas look like they're on drugs. G R eight. Yeah, Wow Great. I would say eight great. No, yeah, I get I, it. No, but... yeah, I the Earth the niggas on Earth Gang are on hard drugs, and that's fine. Not like, like I like Johnny Johnny. I like Johnny, Johnny Venus. Yeah, Johnny Venus, yeah. yeah his voice is really good. Like, right, I mean, yeah, he did he, nice. he did that hook for he sacrifices. Did, uh, he did that hook for sacrifices. My favorite song beautiful. ever. But uh, so Joel Lafrice is fire. Wow! Wow! Great came through at the beginning. It was like black pussy only, so I knew that shit was gonna be fire. I was like, we start, we we keeping that energy strong, strong. It's gonna black it's, pussy it, only right out the gate. If you, I, I don't know if you actually realize, but that song, Joel Off Rice, was on Dreamville, um, the documentary. Oh, what? that I kind of figured because of the features that a lot of these were like some throwaways from the because because Boss even tweeted, which I think is dope. He was talking about like he was on Twitter saying like. A lot of these songs would have been through, like they would have been, like no one would have ever heard them. But he's like, but my label gives me the freedom to be like, nah, I like those four songs that we made. Can I use them for something else? And the yeah. label's like, yeah, nigga, like do your thing. Yeah. Jacob, I mean, again, they went to that place to work on everything. Yeah. So of course, Boss is gonna make songs to other people. Yeah. And they, he's like, they didn't Yo, cut me the album. Why don't I just make this into an EP and make my own thing? Yeah. Out of this Here, like, here's four of the songs that I made that were dope. Yeah. And J Cole's like, yeah, nigga, make an EP. Go ahead, like, do your thing. And again, this is only volume one. Yeah. We don't know how many volumes they're gonna be. Yeah, because I'm sure they were. They said it was like a hundred plus songs they made that yeah, week. Exactly. Like, so I'm sure like there's probably an Ari Lennox EP coming. Maybe a little J Cole project. Or just boss dropping more shit of, of from him, but it's all the different joints. Yeah. So, all right. And I like how he did like old milk references. Oh yeah. Those are so awesome. I like the pictures. Yeah. So Joel Off Rice is my that's my favorite song on it. 
I thought that shit was hard. This this man said like fuck me, cook me jollof rice, and he's he's because uh, we had to Google it because he's not from like West Africa, like he's not he's Sudanese. So they don't, he said they don't make jollof where he's from. Yeah. So when because on Twitter they were like, you mean Ghanaian jollof or Nigerian jollof? I'm not. We knew there was her from West Africa. Yeah. Apparently that's beef over who got the better jollof. I didn't know that. So he was like, because I've seen niggas argue over it on like niggas argue about that on Twitter. Like niggas argue about. The like, greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. It's intense. And people be pissed off. Like, y'all know, y'all know how to fucking make shit. Like, they be going hard at each other. And all the non, like, West Africans are just like, God damn, like, I, th- I thought the rice was fire. Yeah. Like, I, th- I thought it was just rice. Yeah, don't, don't, don't you dare say y'all know the difference between the two countries, bro. They'll, they'll, come, they'll come for your ass. They'll come for your records, bro. But so he, they asked him what, what country he meant, and he was like, I'm not getting involved. That's like Joe Loft, bro. Yeah, He's no, like, y'all not going to put me in that. No, y'all don't have all of Nigerian Twitter in my like mentions. Joe I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving it any type of yeah, anything. No ethnicity, no ethnic Nothing. groups. Because he was like, y'all, you're not going to have the whole fucking country of Ghana in my mentions. Absolutely not. Because I insulted their rice, nigga. No, I just want an African shorty to fuck me and cook me Joe Loft rice. Exactly. So black, like, like start all in honesty, and it went with that black pussy only line because ain't no white girl making you Joe Loft, obviously. Personally, I wouldn't tr- really trust a white girl to make me anything. But you know, we're not here to slander white girls today. Not today. Another day. Um, not today. Yeah, I thought fried rice was. Good. I thought Jid slid on fried rice, but I didn't. I just don't love the beat. Like it's not a song I want to play all the time. But. When I first heard it, like because it came out before the album came out, yeah, I was still like, okay, this is good. Like it wasn't like something I'm like, oh, this is fire. I must have control fries. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's that's fire. That one's on repeat. Like I've I've been every time I go and, and Nirvana, like Nirvana, those two. I'm like, no, this dude, I like this. Yeah, every time I open Spotify, I pretty much play Joe Lafrice first. That's my, all week. That's been the first song I play every time I open my my music app. It's just a good song. It's yeah, that, really good. The, the beat is fire. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite beats on the whole thing. The hook is fire. What like a surprise. It's got that melody. It, it, well, don't don't, what, don't expose what, me. What a surprise! Your phone's at ten percent. That's what I do. What, I don't surprise? charge my phone. What, what a fine. surprise! What a surprise! I'm not t- I'm not tethered down. No, that's what I'm going with. Um, all right, but Nirvana. That's G's. That's one of G's favorites on it, featuring Falcons and B. Lewis, who I did not know who they were before that. Yep. I like Nirvana though, and then Amnesia is my second favorite. I like the first and last track are my two favorites. And Amnesia's featuring Ari Lennox, and uh, and this was dope. This has been a it's been a, a big year for Afrobeat. Clearly, like getting American cosign. Not that they need it. I'm not saying that they need us to cosign them. To co-sign them but it's been music is fire on, on its own. Itself. Yeah, but it's been dope for them to kind of expose us to these artists so we can go hear them on our yeah, own. Exactly. Like like we found out about Burner Boy, and we were like, oh, he dropped an album. Let's go play that shit. Yeah, and, and we was, actually got into it. Fire. Yeah, so. This dude named Kid uh, Dominance, I believe. Yeah, Kid Dominant, all one word. K-I-D-D-O-M-I-N-A-N-T. I believe he's also Nigerian. But he's on he's on there for the last track uh, with Ari Lennox, which is Amnesia. And you know you know how I feel about Ari Lennox. He's a queen. Queen of Dreamville. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I already, no? I already did it for, for Megan today. Oh well. I'm, I'm not I'm a I'm a I'm a loyal man. Yeah. Loyal man. I'm not gonna cheat on Megan with Ari on the same podcast. You're ridiculous. Maybe next week. But either way, so Ari Lennox, she, she did her thing. Kid Dominant did his thing. I really like the Afro beat, like, sound that he included. Yeah, like, sure. Like I said, I, we talked about it last week. They just make dope-ass music, and it's yeah, fun as so, fuck to listen so to. so good. Like, I'm very... I'm, so, so good. If, if y'all know more Afro beat niggas, I'm sure a lot of y'all know way Please more than we do. Please put us on. Yeah, put us on. Like, tell us y'all's favorite niggas. Teach us the dances the whole nine, bro. Because that shit is fun as fuck to, like, listen to. So, Boss's little EP, it's short, it's only four songs, but go play it. But it's really good. You can just play all those four songs over and over and yeah. over again. And if you're not going to play nothing else, play Joe Live Rice. Honestly. And then Nirvana and Amnesia, that's up, that's up to your, uh, you know, 
That's up to you if you want to or not. Yeah, that's your preference is what you think is better. I like Amnesia. G likes Nirvana. But all all three of those, Joe Lyle Rice, Amnesia, and Nirvana, are going to be on the playlist this week. Yeah, of course. So if you follow in the playlist like you need to be, you're going to hear Joe Lyle Rice. It's not really an option. You're, this yeah. shit's going to be real African between the Burner Boy, the Coffee, or Kofi. Sorry, I keep saying that wrong. Kofi. I keep I keep I keep trying her Shame like that, but it's it's gonna be real real non-American between Kofi, the Burner Boy, and now this uh, Kid Dominant song. But and last but not least, the album that everybody loved and everybody was anticipating from the nigga that I just I just doesn't do it for me, Rick Ross, Port of Miami oh, Two. Maybach music, Maybach music. All right, so I think I figured it out because I listened to the album. Okay. I know I said last week I wasn't going to. Cause I really don't, I just don't like Rick Ross, and I really I listened to it like once, just trying to be like, okay, is it good? And then I was like, I was like, it's not bad music, but I don't like it. So I listened to it a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time, just to really figure out. I wanted to put my finger on what am I not enjoying? Cause it's it's objectively good music. The beats are good. Rick Ross has a good flow. The choruses are wonderful. The choruses are good. He has, his his verses are fine. All his of his features are good. good. Features are good as well. I think I just don't care about the things that Rick Ross, like, music is about. Has to say. Yeah, like, he's, like, the ultimate, like, luxury coke rapper. And, first of all, he's lying all the fucking time. He's the biggest liar (laughs) in decades in hip-hop. Because the man was a fucking security guard. And when they ask him about it, he's like, I mean, you know, that's just what the internet be saying. I'm like, we have photographs of you in a fucking uniform, bro. I do, like, I do remember seeing You stole years. your identity from a nigga who's in prison from Freeway Ricky Ross. Like, I remember that, too. So, like, I, that makes it hard enough. I don't mind niggas lying in music. I prefer when they don't lie. Like, I, I, that's one of the things I love about Pusha T, because he talks about coke all the time. But he's not lying. And I don't even really love Freddie Gibbs, but he's not lying. He's telling his actual stories from his experiences. And that makes it dope, because it's fun to listen to. Yeah. Rick Ross is just flexing about things that I I both believe and don't believe. He said you're, he said my girl got diamonds in her mouth because I had diamonds on my dick, and I was just like, I just don't need that. I don't I didn't need that in my life. I don't need that, I don't need that visual. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I was like, this is a lot going on, Rick Ross. It's like it's just the ultimate flexing rap, and this is not this is not me trying to be all deep and then like you know anti capitalist. Although I am anti capitalism in the self in of itself. I'm just like, I just don't care about, like, all the luxury brands and, like, your Rolls Royce and your watch and your diamond. I don't care about most of those things. My, one of my favorite rappers talk about things like that. That's not to say it's bad, because the music is objectively good. I just do not care about it. There's That's never right. a time. Listening to it, I was like, it's not even bad music. I don't know what I'm ever going to want to listen to this again. That's fair. I listened to it, like, like, I guess, like, three or four times. And I like the sound of everything. Yeah. The sound was really well. I okay. See, I when I was listening to the music, like after a couple times, I pretty much tuned out his voice and his beats now. And I was listening to the beats more. More. He does have an excellent ear for beats. Yeah, yeah. And there are some, there are some, there are some of his verses that I actually liked, and there's some verses that I don't care care too much about, obviously, because that's how that's that's perfectly how his music goes. Because his last album was the same. Yeah. Not his last album. I feel like the one with Sanctified. Oh, Megamind. Yeah. That was the same. The same way. There were some. I, there were several songs that I liked. That I, and there were some songs that I just tuned out. Yeah. I listened to the beat because the beat was fire more than what he had to say. And I, and I feel like that's the same thing. That's the same. That's the same way I did with this album. Yeah. Because he again, his features were good. I mean, I like. I, I actually like a lot of the features more than him. Like I yeah. like their verses more than his verses on his own songs. Yeah, exactly. Because at least like they might be trying to flex because they're on a Rick Ross song, but it's like. 
don't know, it's like relatable flexing. It's yeah. like reasonable flexing. Rick Ross be talking about shit that's just like outlandish. He's like, Yo, I got a Rolls Royce that goes to the moon, huh? Like, I'm like, do you have a, a Rolls Royce that goes to the moon, Rick Ross? Is that a fact? Seriously. And it, it, was, what you're going with? it was wonderful to hear Dave's Loaf. Yeah, Dave. I haven't heard Dave's Loaf in this movement. Dave's Loaf has been quiet. I'm Very waiting, quiet. I'm waiting for her to, 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 to pop off. The last time she put music out, it was like that, I forgot, it was like that Yellow song. What it was. I can't remember. I know she had the last thing I heard from her that I actually played was her like EP, her like, self titled EP, but that was like four years ago. Yeah. When I was going yeah, three, all jokes years aside, ago. came out 2016. Oh, see, I didn't even listen to that. I listened to oh, that, uh, that one. Was that 2015 or 14? See, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, 2015. Yeah, that's the last thing from her I actually listened to was 2015. So it was nice. It was, and he did have a lot of features, that, and that made it a little better yeah, to me. No fear. Cause he had yeah, no fear was good. That was no with fear uh, came out 2017. Yeah, now that was I think was was just a single. Yeah, it was a single. Yeah, so she's had a couple songs that like were good, but she's kind of been out of the public eye. Yeah, but it was he did have good features. Like I liked, I actually liked Wale on the intro, and I haven't really yeah. liked the Wale song in a while. Yeah, it's been a smooth move. Not since like Summer on Sunset, um, which is on Spotify and Apple Music now. So check that out because it used to only be on Spinrilla. Oh nice. Um, but he had Gunplay on there, Summer Walker, Dej Low, Swiss Beats, which I really don't need to hear from Swiss Beats anymore. I, I don't know why he's still into music now. I, yeah, you're I, just go be rich and shit. I, yeah, I mean you're married and you have kids. Just, yeah, focus on that. Yeah, like I, make me all slid. I kind of hate Swiss Beats' voice. Also, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I've always hated it though. Like since like it's me snitches, I've hated his voice. <laughs> really? Or it's me bitches, whatever. I, mean, I was listening to the radio version at the time. But either way, Nipsey Hustle. It was nice to hear from me. It's always nice these these Nipsey verses we're getting like oh. posthumously. I like because they're usually like really deep. No, he, they're not putting out any like bullshit Nipsey verses. No, they're, they're really one, good. They're wonderful Nipsey verses. Yeah, they're only putting out his A one shit. They are wonderful. Like after I mean, the fact. he. Oh, I feel like he made, he only makes A one beats A one verses because I mean I like Nipsey Hustle. I, I mean, mean I don't not like Nipsey Hustle. His last album was fantastic to yeah, me. Yeah, he, he was got yeah, a, was he was Grammy nominated. It was a wonderful album. Yeah, so I mean I'm not I'm not gonna dis I'm not gonna never speak bad on Nipsey Hustle. That's not something I'm gonna do. But yeah, I just like that they're giving us like his his the this cream of the crop shit. Yeah. So we got Jeezy, which everyone's like, Jeezy and Rick Ross watched their beef. It's been a long-ass time. Like, it's, it's been over. Yeah. We got YFN Lucci and Ball Greasy. We got A Boogie. We got Maybach Music 6 with John Legend. And we got Drake. And I think Lil Wayne was on that Maybach Music 6 also. Yeah. And what we need to talk about, because as much as I don't really care about this album, what I do care about is that Pusha T-verse that got cut off the album. On Maybach Music Six with the Lil Wayne feature on the song before the Drake feature. I mean, it kind of makes sense why it was cut because it wasn't really needed. In because obviously I just just listened to it. It wasn't really needed, and I feel like Rick Ross knew that, seeing that he's trying to be uh, the mediator. Yeah, I mean, I thought the verse was fire. Yeah, it was a good verse, but again, it wasn't. Needed. And it was way better than Lil Wayne's verse, yeah. but. It it was literally on the song with Lil Wayne before the song with Drake, and he's coming at Drake and Lil Wayne again. Yeah. So we gonna we gonna dive into this a lot deeper. This gonna be our our last segment with the discussion. We gonna dive really. We gonna not super deep. I mean, we ain't got niggas ain't got fucking book reports written up. But we finna talk about this Drake and Pusha T shit because we're at the point where it's we're a whole like year and a few months removed. And I feel like this should be done. Like this should be done. Pusha T already put his, put his chin in his chest. It's it should have been done. done. And see, this is see, this is why Drake. Okay, Drake is. Uh, let, let's let's take a break and then we go. Yeah, before you expound on your thoughts, let's let's take a break. That's bad.
I, I'm, I'm rude because I'm not eating cookies during the podcast. That's not the point. The point is you're being rude. Anyway, welcome back. I'm going to leave that in, actually. I want people to know what we're waiting on. <laughs> we're waiting on Gia to finish his cookies. Oatmeal, to be exact. Hey, and they look delicious. They're frosted, too. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the 808s of Hot Takes podcast. I'll get some after. When, when we, I'm, 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 I'm ready for the cop like, too, when we're done. Well, I'm, I'm definitely grabbing, too. But anyway, welcome back. <laughs> we had to, we had to take a little break because G was about to get fired up off his drink and push a tea, and I was like, hey, hey, hey chill, let's you know, let the people breathe on these albums, and then we'll talk. So, as before, when we when we left, we were talking about the Pusha T verse and how we know why Rick Ross cut it. He came at Drake and Lil Wayne on a song that Lil Wayne was on, yeah, before the song that Drake was about to be on. And Drake and the song with Drake is actually popular right now. Yeah, it's a really it's it's, get, it's getting radio play. It's really popping. It's top of the charts, like all that shit. So why would we want to, why would we want to compromise? Well, compromise? Yeah, it's compromising. Like he's yeah, he's you're, you're in, like literally on the album, it will be Pusha T attacking this nigga, yeah. and then Drake coming and then on the, the next song. song. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so so we're gonna what we're gonna talk about is we're not gonna do some like large gener- generic conversation on beef and rap because that. That's documentaries on of worth of shit. That's too much work. We're just talking Push T and Drake, and why the fuck are we still talking about this? Yeah, I don't. I, I personally just don't understand why this is still happening. I get it, Drake is dissing him too, but why are you dissing each other? I don't understand. This, yeah, like this should be over and done with. Just like, just like how Drake and Bill had their shit. They did. They each did their song, and after that, there was nothing. It was done. That was See, it. But I think, like, Meek Mill and Drake have, like, real relationships in real life where, like, they, like, have people who are like, hey, man, come on, y'all y'all, y'all be cool. Because they used to yeah, be cool. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, and, like, like Drake's really cool with Rick Ross and his label. Like, they used to be cool. So it's like, I mean, shit, Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill dated. And, like, yeah. that was, like, on, she's on his label. So yeah. it's like. Of course, and Drake never really. They don't, they don't fuck with each other at all. Yeah. Like, I, so I went and got a list. I'm not going to, we're not going to go through every single time they've, they've insulted each other. But the very first shot was taken in 2011 Bro, why? by Pusha T for not for Drake not writing his lyrics. Then there's more Pusha T in 20 and still in 2011, 2012, 2012. Little Wayne tweets, "Fuck Pusha T and anybody that love him." So that escalates the beef. 2013, Drake comes back at him again. 2016, Pusha T calls out Drake again. Pusha T, or 2017, Drake calls, comes out Pusha T. And the thing is, they keep doing it with, like, that subtlety bullshit where they're not, they never say each other's names. So you can't say they come, they're coming at each other. But nigga, well, everybody knows they're coming at each other. If it, Pusha T's talking about ghostwriting, he's talking about Drake. Obviously. And like, if Drake's talking about niggas who, who lied about selling coke, he's talking about Pusha T. Like, it's, we know who you're talking about. Yeah, it, there's no, you could just say their names, nigga. Yeah, like, like this, this, little, this little jab shit. But honestly, and that's when, like, 2018 is when shit popped off. Because that's when niggas stopped. They took the gloves off. When Duffy Freestyle came out. Yeah, like uh, Pusha T came at came at Drake on Daytona, which I, a lot of Drake fans because they're they're like, this is not. I like I like a lot of Drake songs. I've said I don't care for Drake the character and like what he means as far as like but pop and hip hop. He has he has bops. I'm not gonna ever front like Drake don't have bops. But I think a lot of Drake fans are like pop music fans, not rap fans. And this is not. I'm not trying to get all real hip hop in here. Like that's not. It's not that. But these niggas, they they think everything is about like record sales and popularity, not about like these these niggas have personal issues. Pusha T is not insulting him to get more record sales. Pusha T has a very core group of fans who he's had for fifteen, actually twenty years now. So like, if you don't if you don't listen to Pusha T at this point, he really doesn't care. He said so. He's straight. He's fine. Yeah, he's like nigga. I know who my fans are. He's not trying to be the top charting nigga. Yeah. Daytona was for niggas who like. I like Pusha T. I like Daytona. I don't listen to Pusha T every day. 
But I enjoy Pusha T. Yeah, I like I like Daytona. It was straight. Yeah, if you know, you know is probably my top ten songs. Like sing like individual songs last year. That joint was hard. Yeah, any any song that he has has featured on, I've always liked. Yeah, like he he always comes hard on his features. He went crazy on on, on Dark Horse of Fantasy. Was one of the first times I heard him like post clips because I wasn't like a big Pusha T fan at the time. Yeah, and on that run away, and this man said I mean, his good his good uh, Good Friday freestyle. Yeah, like yeah, he's like he's been snapping. Like he's been snapping ever since he's been on Good Music this last decade. That man said, "I run away." Like talking about cheating. Yeah, I did it. You can you can deal with it or leave. You you can deal or leave with it. And I was just like, "That's real." This thing I was like, "Yeah, I cheated." And go ahead and leave then, or don't. He's let real. me know. He's real. He's real. Or I'm sorry. He said you can leave or live with it. That's what he said. Really? But either way, he so he, he he's been doing this thing for years now. I like a lot of Pusha T features. I love Drug Dealers Anonymous with Jay Z a few years ago. Like, so I like I said, Pusha T does not need the Drake push that Drake fans think he needs. Yeah. Because no one who doesn't listen to Pusha T was like, well, I'm going to go play Daytona now. No, they played the one song because we have Spotify. You don't have to buy the album to hear the song where you diss Drake. Yeah, you can just listen to that one song. Yeah, so then Drake comes back with Duppy Freestyle, which I thought Duppy Freestyle was good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was no, a solid he had, he, had, he had wonderful jobs. Yeah, he, he did his thing. He had, solid, he had solid bars. He shouldn't have said Pusha T's wife's name. That was a mistake. Make a ring, make a ring like Virginia Williams was a bad choice, Drake. Because Pusha T was like, because Pusha T is like, he's like a nigga that you know who does MMA, but he always looking for fights. He want, but he don't want to start the fight. <laughs> he wants you to hit him so he can be like, oh hell yeah, nigga. And then three seconds later, he got a nigga's face on the ground yeah. with his his knee touching the back of his neck, and he like tap out, nigga. Like that's Pusha T. <laughs> that's Pusha T. Like he a nigga who you know he knows tap how to out, fight, nigga. so he's just waiting for his chance. He was licking his fucking lips as soon as Duffy Freestyle came what? out. Cause then Pusha T came. They they did some little Twitter jobs with the invoice shit and yeah. And Drake really tried to frame it. If you look at like the when he posted that OVO invoice to Good Music, it said for career revival. So he tried to frame it like Pusha T's doing this for to get attention, as if again Daytona wasn't one of the better albums that year. Yeah. I think it's better a better album than Scorpion, quite frankly, because it's half as long. That's fair. Scorpion was like twenty two songs or something. Yeah, like that. and Daytona was seven, and it was seven great songs. Yeah. So, Produced by Kanye West. Yeah, I mean, this man pushed the seat. Not, not to go in on, on if you know, you know. This man said, where were you when Big Meech brought the Tigers in? Yeah, At what no, point no, were y'all in the strip no, club? That's, no, that's a, such a fire That's such a fire line. Cause like, like, what? It's like a Rick Ross level flex, but I believe that that's a thing that happened. Yeah, like... Because he's naming the niggas who did it. He's like, Big Meech brought Tigers into the strip club. And niggas, if you weren't there, I'm just like... Nigga brought tigers, bro. Can we talk about it more? Tigers, bro. I want to know more Is about there the tigers. Any pictures, bro. Yeah, like I and that's, <laughs> I, I know there ain't no documentation of that shit happening. Absolutely no. But I feel like niggas who were selling drugs in that area at that time—they knew. Niggas saw the tigers, and I'm mad as fuck that I don't just hear <laughs> like, more about the tigers. Like sheesh. Because when when Push T talks about talk shit about selling drugs, I believe him. Because I like man, nah, he's a real nigga. Yeah, no, no, no one's a real. Nigga. This man's had the same cornrows for it's twenty years, years, and his hair's never grown an inch. Nah, nah. Nothing. His hair don't grow. He has cornrows. That's some real nigga shit. This nigga's hair is fucking him and ASAP Rocky got the same braids that don't grow. Nothing. This man, ASAP Rocky went through a whole. Oh, no, ASAP Rocky. And uh, and and uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott hair also doesn't grow for some reason. Yeah, shit been in braids for years. It's not moving. Years, bro. But anyway, so Pusha T, like I said, he 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 does his thing. Drake comes at him with Duppy Freestyle, and Drake drops "I'm Upset," which I thought was like it's a single from the album, and it felt a little weak for the caliber of this beef. Yeah, because, well, nigga, we knew what was, we didn't know what was coming yet, and then it took like four days. Like it's not like he didn't he didn't drop it the next day. He was like, I'm waiting. I'm taking my time. No, I was like, I'm gonna sit on this one. He said, I'm gonna sit on this one. And Pusha T dropped, in my opinion, not one of the best diss tracks of all time. It was just really, but good. certainly 
he called it a surgical summer volume one. It was truthfully the most surgical breakdown of a human being I've yeah, ever heard no, he, on a song. He literally went in, in on Drake. Like, first of all, what really has gone like kind of under the radar is that he took a like a picture of Drake that none of us. Drake's been popping. For I've like never, 10 years I've never now. seen that picture ever. How has that never come out? That Drake had blackface. No, nah, Drake did his thing to hide it. Bro, that's it's crazy because it's shit on the niggas' website. Once we found the picture, like niggas found it online and found the, the photographers on his website. How the fuck have none of us that's ever crazy. seen it? Drake was in blackface and none of us knew it for 10 years. Granted, he tried to defend it. He was like, I was doing a whole thing about black actors and. Nigga, you light skinned and half Jewish. You're not the nigga to, to do to wear blackface to prove a point. Yeah, no, that, you're just that, not that guy. Yeah, that was that was not the best decision on Drake's part. But uh, I mean, that, he was young. Which he profited off of. Yeah, it. so it was like that's the album. That's a cover for the song. Bro, it's it is never going away now. And then it's called the story of Addy Don, and we find out Adonis. Yep, we find exactly. We find out that he has a son named Adonis, that he was about to use him to change from Nike to Adidas. <laughs> And was gonna drop a line called Addy Don about his son. He was about to use his newborn baby that he's been pretending doesn't exist to push an Adidas line and push it. He was like, This nigga's using his baby. Like, he exposed it. They canceled the line. That's why his man's still on Nike. Yeah, like he literally said on that Travis Scott joint, he's like, he's like, checks over stripes. That's what I like. Nah, nah nigga. nigga. You got exposed. You got exposed like so shit. You're like, so you ran back to Nike. You're like, hey, we, <laughs> hey, bro, relax. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, we ain't doing that shit no I'm more. I'm not going nowhere, bro. I'm still right and here. And plus, Kanye and like Pusha Tier with Adidas, what kind of makes it like a Nike versus Adidas thing, too, yeah. because they're on the. He's not going to be on the same size as them niggas for anything. For what? Yeah. So, this, this man got exposed off the Adidas shit. He t- he came at his mama. He said, "Your mother's a loser." He called nigga. You call my mama a loser, like in that bold <laughs> of terms. You, I'm gonna phase you. You never call my mama a loser. You, he said, "Your mom's always coming in last place. Like she's still single and lonely." They like, all beat your ass over, over talking about my mom like that. That's so, that's so grimy. He said his dad wears Steve Harvey suits, and then <laughs> not not a lie. Not a, not a lot. Not a lot. Steve Harvey was big mad too. Not Steve Harvey was like, hey, hey, hey. I like my suit. Yeah, Steve Harvey was like, don't put me in this. I don't. But I feel like I feel like he was talking about like Steve Harvey that used to. Yeah, he's, he's talking about 2000s, yeah, 90s yeah. Steve Harvey with a big suit. Big suits. The extra big. With the with the fake hair. <laughs> with the fake <laughs> hair was so fake. With the fake high top. That man had the cleanest fake with hairline the fake in the nineties though. That that high top was so fake. But yeah, so he he said Drake's dad wears wears big wig Steve Harvey suits, and then a line that like that. I think when you really, like, somebody broke it down on Twitter. I don't want to steal credit for this thought. But someone was like, he didn't just say, like, Drake, you're also a deadbeat dad, like your dad. Like, he did say that. But it's, like, the the context of that thing, like, he's... Because Drake constantly talks in his songs about his father not being around and shit. Yeah. And it being just him and his mom growing up. And that's a constant theme in his music, especially the early shit. So he basically said, hey, Drake, I know you're really hurt that your dad was a deadbeat. And you're about to perpetuate the same cycle of deadbeat fatherhood that, <laughs> exactly. you, that, you, that, you, that you endured. And they were like, ah! Sucks, you're, suck, you're sucks like, for your son. like, ooh. Like, yeah, I was like, God damn, <laughs> nigga. Like, push the teeth. Your son's also going to be Calm fatherless. Down, bro. Like, seriously. You won't claim your son, so you're, you're, he's also going to be fatherless. Yo, it's... I, I bet after 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 Drake, I know Drake heard it. I know Drake heard this. Drake. Bro, I promise you. I know Drake heard it. Like if I was Drake, I'm punching walls. Nah, I'm hot. bro, bro, are you kidding me? I would not. I would not have anybody in the room with me if I heard that song. Because niggas looking at me like, hey, bro, nah, it, hey, hey, bro, give that side eye. The, the first nigga to walk in and be like, hey, you heard this track yet? Get no. out! Everybody, get out! Get out! Everyone, get bro, out! Bro, because if I if I if I'm him and I saw that album art, everybody, get out. I gotta think. I need to regroup for a second. I gotta think. Because like, the song's only but like three minutes long. And then no. he's not done. 
And then he comes at Drake's baby mom, who's a really ugly white, apparently, porn star that he hooked up with raw. And he didn't, it's not like this is some girl he was dating. He just got a porn star pregnant. Yeah. And he said, he says, uh, so, apparently her name was Sophie. He said, Sophie knows that's your baby mother. And I feel like nose was a double entendre because she got the noggin, boy. <laughs> she got the big ass nose. That shit, that shit's all, the, the, it takes up half her face. So he, he called her ugly. He said, he said, that's your, he said, that's you, that's, he said, that's, that's who you chose to be your Beyonce. And he said, ugh. <laughs> this man verbally said, ugh, Yo. at the thought of that being your baby. Especially because he's, Pushy he, ain't got no kids and he's married to a woman he chose to marry. Like, yeah. he's in his late 30s and he's just not getting married because he chose that. Yeah. Drake is stuck with this woman because he was hooking up with a porn star, raw, like an idiot, and happened to get her pregnant. And she kept it. Shame on you. So, Drake, like, he, he said, let that boy come home. He said, you playing Border Patrol. Yo. You hiding that nigga up in Canada. So, yo. This, he just, he, it's he, surgical. He, he really just came at Drake so recklessly. Bro, out, on everything in so Drake's life. He said, he said, your dad's a deadbeat. Your mother's a loser. You're a deadbeat now. <laughs> your baby mom's a loser. She's an ugly loser at that while we're talking about it. And your son misses his daddy. Why don't you let him come home, nigga? Uh. He said, Debbie motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Oh. I still know the fucking, this is off my head. See, no. That, them, <laughs> them, lyrics stu- them lyrics have stuck with me for the last year. See, he went crazy no. on this man. See, it, it kind of makes sense why this beef is still going. Because <laughs> honestly. It kind of makes sense. Because after, after Pusha T does this, Drake, Drake better be coming out with verses every single motherfucker. Nigga, I would talk about like, Pusha T every day <clears throat> for the rest of my life. What? There wouldn't be a day that goes by that I don't either try to fight Pusha T, <laughs> have shooters at Pusha T's house, or I'm, I'm at least sending an angry tweet at Pusha T. I'm at that nigga every day on Twitter. Because, no. bro. And then, again, he's still not done. So now you're a deadbeat dad. Your baby mom's an ugly loser. Ugh. At the thought of that being your baby. That's your queen. That's your, that's your Beyonce. So rude. And then he continues on and says, oh, yeah, and your best friend has a terminal illness. That man is sick, 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 and the clock is tick, tick, fucking ticking. That, he said 40 is going to... He said your best friend's going to die soon. The, yo, Nigga, I, I, each yeah. of those things would be fight worthy. Seriously. This man, this man came out at someone's whole life. I like, and niggas was like, I mean, yes, that's wild from talking on his illness. Pusha T clearly don't give a fuck. <laughs> Ain't nah, no rules to the shit. When I heard that, I was like, dang, bro. I was like, dang, Pusha T, that's kind of grimy, bro. Nah, that, that, that's like when your boy's like, what was somebody's ass? You're like, okay, he's down, bro. Like, he's down. Like, exactly. This nigga trying to curb stomp his ass. Bro, I'm like, bro, I'm like, you gonna kill this nigga and kind of charge. Like, relax. Over here, like, ah, bro, come on. Yeah, that's the part where you really grab it. Your nigga, like, hey, hey, come on, let's go. The cops are coming. Yeah, like, let's go, nigga. You got him. You won the fight. Honestly. Bro, he beat the shit out of Drake verbally, like, like, cause again, W oh Freestyle and I'm Upset are not bad songs. <laughs> but Drake, Drake tried to still be subtle and like be like, yeah, he went yeah. at Pusha T directly with W Freestyle. He didn't like, yeah, it he wasn't subtle. Was, yeah. But he, 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 yeah. he literally, he didn't have, there's no dirt on Pusha T though. Pusha T puts the dirt on the street. He's a drug dealer. He sold crack to moms. He talks about his beef. I mean, yeah. he talks about his dirt. He sold crack to moms and children. You're and? Yeah, seriously. He's like, I sold your grandma crack. Nigga, and? So? The game was the game back exactly. then. Exactly. I had to make my money. I would do it again if I had to do it again. Exactly. Like, but like, so he he just he annihilated Drake, a hundred percent. He he won. It was over. He knocked that nigga out in the first round. Cause then he was like, he he said, cause he he literally he's imagine like he a nigga disses you. I can't even. It's so much. It's so intense. So much. Imagine a nigga disses you that intensely, and then laughs at the. He's laughing at you now. He's like he said like, you're upset. 
Ha ha ha, nigga. I, I want to see what it's like when you get angry. He said, I'm trying to piss you yeah, off. Because you want to talk shit, nigga, let's talk let, shit. Let, let's go, bro. Because he made it sound like he was like, nigga, I got... He said, this is volume one. I, I got more. Like, I, can keep go, I can keep doing this. I got more. Because, like, well, Pusha T does not lack... Because it's not even just that he, like, said all this wild shit about him. It's that he rapped it. Like, it was lyrical. It made yeah. sense. To th- his he, he painted a picture of, these are your parents... This is you and your baby mom. This is how you're perpetuating a cycle. Your son is sad. Oh, and just for, for just for fucking with you, your friend's gonna die. Yeah. That he just threw that part in there. He just, he, I but, the cake. But the other part, he was painting a picture of your your trash parent childhood and how your kid's gonna have that same childhood you had. Yeah, that's 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 intense lyrical like shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That's real hip hop, nigga. That's, that's what I call motherfucking bars, nigga. <laughs> like that. Like he really tried the shit out. Like I promise, if you had a terminal illness. And a nigga got on a song where he already called my mom a loser <laughs> and said I'm a deadbeat dad and called my baby mom ugly and said, oh, yeah, and G's finna die, nigga. Ha ha. Nigga, I'll be, I'm going to beat the shit <laughs> I'm gonna out of like, I'm pulling up right now. Yeah, me and my nigga pulling up on hey, We pulling up. The nigga like, who's dying. Oh, let's about, go. Yeah, we jumping to you today, nigga. Like, that's, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy the extent he went to to, to diss him. And it's then, been a while since I've heard the song. So oh, just, see, I... It, like it makes sense why this beef. It makes sense why this beef is still going. Like once a month, I pretty much listen to the song. <laughs> Honestly, because it's, it's all it, it, it gives me chills. I'm just like, God damn, nigga! Like you don't have to do that. Like it's like watching a great fight. I'm just like, ooh, like I'm like, God damn, nigga! Ah, oh, six, six, six. With, with the right hook. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's bad. Uh, so again, Pusha T annihilated him. Sorry, Ratty Don's a classic. It's and he did it over a, over that Jay Z story of OJ beat, which is a great beat. Yeah, was, so it makes it fun to listen to on top of that. Yeah. So the beef should have been done. Should have been. And now people now because Pusha T had that Maybach verse, everyone's like, "Why is he still talking about it?" First of all, Pusha T said it's on site, nigga. If I got something to say about Drake, I'm gonna say it. Ooh. I still don't like. I don't still don't fuck with this nigga. This is not about rap beef. I don't like you as a person. Yeah, I think you're fake. It, it will like, never end. Like, yeah, this is this, this, this is no squashing beef type. Yeah, thing. we. I dislike you as a human and being. And the fact that Rick Ross said that oh. he's a, it doesn't make it's never gonna happen, bro. Yeah, Rick Ross said that he was gonna get Lil Wayne, Drake, Kanye, and Drake on a song by next year, or uh, Kanye who, and Pusha T. Who, who was Rick Ross to, to say that? He, he's like, I'm gonna squash this beef. Nigga, they ain't no beef squashing until Drake has Pusha T murdered. Seriously. For making story ready, Don. Like, you can't call my mama a loser and we're gonna squash shit. Yeah, you. We like, all got. Drake did it. Yeah. <laughs> Drake did it. If anybody ever shoots a Pusha T, Drake did it. Drake did this. Bro. Drake and Lil Wayne did this. Or maybe them. Drake's mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> she got called. She got called. His mom caught a stray for no reason. She's just like. What did I do? God damn it. I just, what did I do? I'm just out here trying to raise my son. Shit. <laughs> I ain't do shit. (laughs) But, alright, so the beef should have been done. And again, all the Drake fans who are just angry that Drake got annihilated and they can't admit it. Because, look, I'm a a Drake hater sometimes. I'm not acknowledging it. But, nigga, he just lost. It just is what it is. Yeah, he should just call it a day. But he literally talked about Pusha T when he did those two songs after the rappers got the title. On, uh, on, on, is it Amaretta? I keep saying that wrong. Omerta. Oh yeah, Morta. Yeah, on Morta, on Morta. So that, on that song, this man literally said he was like, "Niggas got hot because they told on me." You're talking about Pusha T, bro. We know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, we obviously he, understand. Again, if if Drake or Pusha T are talking about any type of beef, it's, it's about it's, each. It's yeah, about, it's always about yeah. each other. So like, obviously, Pusha T was like, "Oh, we're talking shit again." Oh, I got more verses. <laughs> We start again. Oh, I'm on Rick Ross's album? Oh, you're on that album? I'm going to talk shit about you. And Rick Ross is like, hey, hey, no, hey, no, no, no nigga. <laughs> number so, one, you're on a song with Lil Wayne. And number two, Drake's song is... Right after. Right after, and it's a, it's kind of a hit. So we're just yeah. going to... 
We're just not going to talk about that. Now, there is also a part of the story where Drake says that that nigga from Houston, Jay Prince, who... I, I don't I'm not from Houston. I don't want no beef with Jay Prince cuz niggas niggas are basically implied he's the he's the Houston Suge Knight. Like he's that nigga down there. He's that nigga. I don't want no beef with Jay Prince if that's the truth. <laughs> I I'm not from Houston. I don't know nothing about this nigga. I don't want no smoke. But apparently, allegedly, Jay Prince was like, "Hey, bro, don't don't make the song you're about to drop is going to end niggas' careers. Don't drop it." I don't believe that nigga for shit. <laughs> I don't think Drake had anything on Pusha T. I don't, because there's, again, there's nothing you could have had. Yeah, there's nothing you could have had. Unless you're, like, exposing, like, industry secrets where the, to the point where you're taking to take yourself down. Like, Drake would have had to, had to self-destruct to take Pusha T or Kanye down on this. Yeah. Or he, if he was going after Kanye, I could see the logic, because Kanye probably does have some secrets and shit, yeah. being, being a Kardashian now and all that shit. Yeah, of course, it's very much But true. Kanye's not the one who called your mom a loser. Exactly. You know, you know how embarrassing you'd look to come at Kanye, who had just that time been like, yeah, I'm bipolar, and I'm struggling with my mental health. You know how bad you would have looked coming at Kanye when Pusha T's the and one. Kanye, who's... And Kanye hasn't even said anything about this. Yeah. He's not, I feel like he's done with this. Yeah, I, I, no, I do. There is rumors that Kanye is kind of the person who fed Pusha T the info for the song. So he's like, he's like little Wayne. He's in the background doing shit, but he's not on verses like starting shit. Yeah. He, he, he's Drake's face. He's like, no, Drake, we're good. And yeah, yes, Pusha T. So his mom's a fucking loser, <laughs> like apparently. But that's what right. I heard. That's so what that, I heard. that long recap is basically how we got here to this Pusha T verse, where we're not done. They they still hate each other. They will not be on a song together. Yeah, never ever. I don't know what Rick Ross is talking about. And the the, quintess, the quintessential question G here is, will this beef ever end? That's um, question one. I mean, when okay, I really never really cared about this beef, but it happened anyways. The whole Jay Z, li- no, no, no. Oh. the whole Jay Z and Nas thing that happened. Oh, it, it mattered at the, yeah, to, from, for me at the time. Uh, yeah, obviously. Jay Z, Jay Z won by the way. And people, people were talking about, oh, this, they're never gonna cross this beef. Just another. And then obviously years later, I'm like, yeah, they're cool. They're cool now. They got songs together. So and... maybe, just maybe, because industry and, and rap is rap, and and and. They obviously taking it past rap. Yeah, obviously because talking about each other's family and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't think Jay Z and Nas. No, they they did. Oh, okay. Like, Jay Z said he was leaving condoms in his, in his ba- in Nas's baby mom's car seat. Okay. Used condoms. Okay. That yeah, niggas was wild. Yeah, niggas were wild. Which okay. is one of the reasons that when now when niggas is like, wow, they're taking it too far. I'm like, no, Jay Z took it way too far back then. <laughs> Jay Z talked about um the nigga in Mob Deep Prodigy because he had sickle cell anemia. I think Prodigy died from sickle cell anemia recently. Yeah, he, he was talking about he was talking about his sickness back then. Okay. So we not gonna so, front like niggas been wilding for a long time. So maybe maybe when they're when they're older when they're yeah. older and they might squash it. But for now, nah, they're getting money off of this. Yeah. I don't think they're. I don't think squash it. They both keep talking about it. They both clearly hate each other. It's it's a topic every time someone says something because now after story of Addy Don and Duppy. It used to be, I think he's talking about Pusha T, or I think he's talking about Drake. N- niggas know yeah. talking about each other. Nigga, now we fucking know. Yeah, for sure. So I was in, made, made his whole face a cover. Yeah. So Come my. With blackface on him and a fucking hoodie with like a it was, the whole, the whole fit was crazy. It was bad. If somehow you've never heard story of Adidon or seen the cover, go yeah, listen to nah, it right you're now. Juicy, then you definitely go somebody it's on SoundCloud. Somebody definitely has it on Spotify and Apple Music. Like it's probably it's under it's under like a DJ name, but yeah. it's on there. Yeah. But all right, so that that leads to the next question: How does it end? Who who squashes the beef? Who who reaches out? I think Pusha T. I feel like he has to. He, yeah, I feel like Pusha T. You beat again, his ass. Pusha T went really far. <laughs> he went way too far. <laughs> he went really far, he went bro. so far. So I feel like it has to be Pusha T. Like, at the end of the day, I feel like it has to be Pusha T. He, he went way too I, far. Because, again, Drake has been doing his, 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 his squashing beef summer week yeah. here. Yeah, Chris Big Brown, Bill, and, Yeah, so I feel like it's Pusha T's time. I feel like I feel like this man needs to talk to Drake. Yeah, because I don't. I feel like Drake. You can't be the bigger man when you call my no, mom a loser. Exactly. Like, no, 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 no. Drake, sit back and just wait, buddy. Yeah, like just wait. It'll be over soon. 
It'll be over soon. Yeah, because like, I mean, how am I gonna, how am I gonna look when you stomp me out in front of my friends, bro? In you, front of my friends, you you put your whole foot in my mouth, and I'm like, hey, bro, we cool though, right? <laughs> Nigga, that's the most <laughs> pussy ass shit I can imagine. This man's man gonna reach out to dab his hands, make a slap that shit down. <laughs> Nigga, no way, no way, cool. I promise. You, if, Drake, if Drake said, "Are we cool?" Pusha T gonna slap his hand and be like, "Anyway, so here's again why your mom's a fucking loser." Like he he gonna just embarrass Drake again. Yeah, you really as Drake, and Drake, you can't reach out. Like yeah, you really can't. Though. You've already. Bro, been embarrassed. Bro, wait your time, wait it out, and then put the steel come through. Yeah, like put the steel come through. Cause cause Drake really tried to be like, I'm being the bigger man last summer with like Jay Prince told me not to. And everyone was like, pussy ass yeah, nigga. nigga. Like, why are you telling why you, why, why is a grown ass nigga telling you yeah. you a grown ass nigga yourself? Yeah, niggas was like what to do. Niggas was like Jay Prince your daddy now and they, like niggas Jay- you already losing. All we're doing is clowning you now. Yeah, no, you should never say nothing about that. You <laughs> should never say nothing. And then about again, that. I, I do have beef with Drake stands who, who keep trying to like frame it like Drake didn't really do nothing and shit. Because I'm like, y'all just mad that nah, he lost. Nah, nah, this man did some marching shit. Because man... they were like, why does he keep bringing it up? Why does he keep taking it to? Why does he dragging it out? This man hit a whole his whole child, bro. His whole I hate his whole baby. The fact that we didn't, no one knew about this. And he didn't. He had the baby, like, ba- like Kendrick's having a baby. We haven't seen the baby, but Kendrick but, has yeah. announced he's having Same, a baby. Same thing as J Cole. J Cole, J. Cole, has, J. Cole has, a, J. Cole has a whole kid and that a wife. He, he already talked about. Yeah, and now he's having a second kid that, that he's he already talked about, about as well. Like that doesn't mean I'm not saying you gotta show us your child, nigga. Especially when you're famous like that, I would keep my kids private Bro, too. This man, this, what, what, but the fact that you're just gonna not acknowledge that you are a father <laughs> at all. What was that song that he made talking about his son? Oh, March March fourteenth or whatever. I, I, it, it was his son's birthday. Yeah. I think it's March fourteenth. Either way, that shit was garbage. I was like, bro, come on, you should never made this song. Right. I was like, at, bro, at the come time, on, nah, niggas was on. niggas was kind of wilding at the time. They were like, Drake, your son is one. He can't hear this. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this for? It's not for him. Like, you gonna play it for your son at his first at his one year birthday party that you ain't come to? Like, yeah, I was like, buddy, come on, man. Niggas was like, your baby is eight months old, bro. He wants some fruit snacks and a hug. He don't want no fucking song <laughs> he about want him. No song about him, bro. Come no, on, I'm man. saying like just wilding. Till yeah, that Drake, Drake lost. Drake keeps losing because no matter how many points he scores. Pusha T scored a thousand points. He scored a thousand points. He annihilated him. Like on on where that's good, but the score is like a thousand and seven to fucking ninety three. Like it don't matter what Drake does at this point. This has to be squashed. And then Kanye and Lil Wayne are really just in the background. Like, yeah, I'm old, bro. I don't do this shit no more. Yeah, they're both like I don't do this shit no more. I already made my money. I already got everything I need to get (laughs) out of the game. Kanye, I think I'm good. Kanye's like nobody's talking about Donda, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So this beef, this feels like not everlasting, but I just don't see a reason why Pusha T would ever reach out to him, like, because he clearly doesn't respect him, like, as like a person and shit. Yeah, and that and that's the only way it would be squashed. If yeah, because Pusha T actually because Jay Z and Nas were in their like late, probably like early thirties at the time of like Takeover and Ether, but their shit was about music at the end of the day. There was some personal shit to it. They were going, they got personal, and there was some like beef between the two of them about like the music they were making and because they had seen they knew each other when they were younger and shit. But there was, like, some friends who were, who started beefing and didn't fuck with each other anymore. Yeah. So they had a foundation to, like, rebuild a friendship. Push T has never fucked with this nigga. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, never they, yeah, liked him. Yeah, never liked each other, so. I don't, yeah, I don't see why Push T would ever reach out. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's, that, to me, was actually the most interesting part of the Rick Ross album. Because I didn't care about the album. But when I heard that Push T verse, I was like, oh, oh we got action. A word? I was like, that's what I want to hear about. A word? Especially, especially knowing that Drake just made a comment last month. Yeah, I feel like every time Drake says something, Push T's like, "Well, now nah, I gotta make another one." Sorry, guys. He keeps bringing it up. Come on, what, yeah. what am I supposed to do? He keeps bringing it up. And it's like, uh, like I said, I see a lot of niggas who are like, Drake would never take it as far if he won. I was like, no, 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 we're not gonna act 
Like when he when he dissed Meek Mill, that Drake didn't put fucking memes up on the goddamn Summer Jam yeah, screen, clowning Meek Mill in front of a festival crowd. Yeah, this man really did it like, for no reason. Yeah, really. it was over. You won. We yeah. all said you won. And now this man never plays. He said he's never gonna play a song again. Oh, he better not. And Meek Mill's gonna be like, "What happened, bro? I thought we were straight. Thought we were good. I thought we were cool. So we put memes on the screen again. Like he had memes from Twitter and Instagram. I mean, on Mick, the fucking Summer Jam screen. Drake did jump on Meek Mill's song, and that song, that song was fire. Yeah. Yeah, so they're good. He's not going to perform that song no more. Yeah, so. You know what song Push T will perform? Story of Addy Don. Of course, without doubt. He will definitely be like fucking Stacey, uh, Sophie Knows Better. That I, Every time I hear that shit, I'm just like, her nose so fucking big, bro. Uh, I really could break, I really could talk about that song for hours because it just, it's, it's impressive how fucking rude yeah, it was. Nah, it, it was, it was. It's a ruthless song. Yeah, Push T. Push T is going to keep winning. Drake's going to keep losing. Drake fans are going to keep saying he's not losing. Because they're literally like... And I, I'm a fan of Drake, and Drake lost this one. Yeah. A lot, his stands, like his, like, niggas who have OVO in their Twitter name, who, like, think they're part of OVO and they're not. Name. Yeah, those niggas are like, Drake ain't bring it up in months. Nigga, he just brought it up two months ago. This summer, it happened. He mentioned it. And, side note, he said, a nigga, he said this nigga told on me. Nigga, you, he didn't, he did not, he didn't call the police on you. He said you were hiding a baby. That's, <laughs> he didn't tell on you. He, he exposed you, nigga. Yeah. We're talking. We're using different verbs here. It's called exposure, buddy. But anyway, so Dragon Pusha T is going on forever. I hope that they. I hope that I'm so happy that verse leaked because Rick Ross just took it off and didn't really say nothing. I'm like he because he mentioned there would be a Pusha T and Lil Wayne song, then all of a sudden there was no Pusha T verse, and you know niggas took to the internet and we're like, oh, we're finding the Pusha T yeah, verse. No, it, it, some the person that made it is not gonna not put it up. Yeah, like this album dropped at midnight. By eight a.m., we had the push yeah. T-verse. We we were like, oh, we got it. We're good. Yeah, it was okay. So they, we started doing. He started doing the 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 like the press tour for his album like, over the weekend. They were like, so it was push a T verse that we've all heard. Why is it not on the album? And he's like, ah shit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was the right time. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna get niggas together. We are gonna get everybody friends again. Rick Ross, shut your ass up, nigga. Shut your big ass huh ass up. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. anyway. Uh, listen to Rick Ross's album, I guess. I don't really care about that. Listen to Boss's EP. Listen to Story of Adidon, just because. Yeah, you got to. I guess you can listen to Duppy Freestyle, but you don't, you don't have to do that. It's context. Yeah. Listen to it first so you can see why Pusha T ripped his throat out. Listen to Hot Girl Summer, especially in the club this weekend. Make sure make sure you request that shit up from the DJ table. Um, listen to hair, watch the hair down music video just because it's a fun video. There's mad bad bitches and, and weed in the video. And 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 side note, we didn't talk about this at all, but you definitely have to watch the sacrifices music video. Oh, oh, weed. Damn. All right, we're gonna say that for next week because we're really pressing time. But we're gonna talk about the sacrifices video, and hopefully, we get more Dreamville videos by next week to talk about. I believe it. that might be because uh, our our lens dropped our, our music video too. Yeah, that, we might just have to do a whole music video segment. Yeah, we have to do a whole music video segment next week. Yeah, because niggas, niggas, niggas be sleep on music videos. Yeah, because people, yeah, obviously people just listen to music and don't so don't care about the music. You know, what, y'all, next week we do a music video for the discussion topic. I'm yeah, write that down. I feel like it's a good idea. Yes, because there's a lot of music videos out right now that are not getting love because people don't watch music videos anymore. You don't have MTV and VH1 doing that. But anyway, but yeah, so that's it. That's 808 and hot takes this week. Listen to the shit on the playlist. Listen to the new albums we talked about. Listen to the singles. Make fun of Drake a little bit. Ask Rick Ross what his problem was for cutting the verse. Yep. And then we're going to update the playlist. Yep, it'll be out. By the same time the podcast drops, the playlist will be updated with new music from all these niggas. Hot Girl Summer will be on it. Hair Down will be on it. Boss will be on it. I'll have G contribute his favorite Rick Ross songs because I don't have any favorites. <laughs> just, Ugly, put, just put the song with Drake. That's fair. Ugly God will be on it. 
And Blueface will we definitely not, not play be, no motherfucking Blueface. Ain't no Blueface, nigga. Get out of here. Ain't no fucking Blueface on that shit. It will not happen. Absolutely not. But anyway, that's 808s and Hot Takes. Follow us on Twitter at 808s and Hot Takes Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Turtle with a pen. Follow G nowhere because he's Twitterless G. <laughs> Leave him alone, nigga. He don't want to be bothered. Leave <laughs> Chef Boy RG out of this. Okay, whatever. Leave G and the G is for Gambino out of this. That's so not a good nickname. Lame. I got any so better lame. one for next week. So lame. But that's it. We out. Yerk.